Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I'm your host, Kyron Morrison, and as always, I am joined by my good friend and co-host, John McDonald. How are you doing? Uh, pretty good, my friend. That's good to hear. But we also decided we bring in another friend of ours, and that is, of course, the Jesse Monroe. I'm here. Um, I'm an interstellar interloper. I've come Love down letters. to your verdant green jungle, the Pandora. Okay? No. Uh, sorry, no, Joel. I, uh, it's all right. You're not sorry, and that's why I'm not sorry okay. at all. I also bought it upon myself because I was talking about, like, really awesome hot chocolates before, and I realized there was an Avatar one involved, and, yeah, just put my foot right in it. Like, you pretty much waved a red flag. Like, you, yeah, were, I did. you taunted him. Yeah, I did. So it's almost like I like it. Like, some sort of, like, be, ca- be careful. Be, be careful. Like, yeah, 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 I'm sort of excited. It's doing things for me. I hey, think. we're not we're here to kink shame, okay? If, no. you're, if you're into it, then hey, whatever, no. man. I'm still confirming. I'm not sure. I'm just like, well, is it? Yeah, I maybe. think I'm, we'll I'm hard, but like not a real. Yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's more like a hate boner. It's like a high, it's like a, it's like one of those boners you got in high school. It's like I'm, I'm not like nothing here is turning me on yeah. right now, but something's no. happening. Yeah. yeah, something's going on. Something's going on. I tell you what. The way this bus is moving is, yeah, <laughs> is, I know. I was listening to an episode of a podcast the other day. They were talking about accidental bonus and things like that. And someone got one accidentally on the bus because it was wobbling a bit. I'm like, yeah, okay. Hey, look, you know, whatever works for you, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not here to judge. Yeah. Yep. No, hey, absolutely look, not. Enjoy them while you can get them. <laughs> that's that's cool. it. Cause Amazingly you, good advice. You get accidental bonus. When you get older, you accidentally piss yourself. So. Yep. Yeah, enjoy what you got. Yeah, really bad trade, honestly. It is, yeah, it is strange that you know when you're a, like a baby or whatever, you you pee, you pee yourself. It does happen, mm-hmm. and when you get really old, you do that as well. But there needs to be like the mirror image of that teen time, teen time when teen you get time. Your, when you get your accidental bonus. So when you're like yeah. seventy or so. God, that that would be so funny to just be like seventy year old, just to be like, <laughs> oh no, no, what happened <laughs> in the nursing home? You're like, to be fair, I do know some people who work in nursing homes, and that does happen. <laughs> to I be fair, it would, yeah, I figured it would. <laughs> just mm. anyway, I I, 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 I haven't been on an episode for a little bit, and I'm just coming in here like, hey guys, have a have an avatar and dick. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And we wouldn't have it any other way, Jesse. <laughs> How have you been, by the way? I've been good. Um, been re- refreshed. Mm. Taking a little bit of a change of, you know, the, the shows I'm doing and stuff. Um, took a big break from playing games as well. And by mm. big, I mean, like, two months. That's not that much, really. That's big, though. Like, going from, like, playing, like, everything and everything almost, like to a degree yeah to, to not playing anything it's, yeah it's a pretty big jump um, I'm, I'm starting to get back into the swing of things though we, with a lot of big games coming up so everything's timed quite well but I'm feeling, I'm feeling good feeling good nice well it's good to hear um, I mean I already asked you Joel but I guess how are you doing as well yeah I'm pretty good just good. great just... awesome <laughs> alright don't get too excited there mate well, Joel I talk to you every week okay <laughs> just be careful with that accidental boner um uh, I'm bringing it around. It's full circle. It's fine. Anyway, I'm good. Those full circles are his balls. Yep. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Joel, just for the listeners out there, Joel did hand motion, cupping the balls. <laughs> that was, yeah, yeah. I was just 
just a nice under. Anyway, I'm good. This is a wildly different introduction for an episode. Because <laughs> <I, I, laughs> we've done, we've been doing it this for the last couple of weeks, and this is like pretty straight. You know, talking about what we've been doing, and so, now straight into the chaos is in, uh, is is back in play, and I love it. I'm kind of here look, for it. The chaos helps, mm-hmm. um, and we we so we do have a, a we've got an outline for this episode. We have one game we're going to be talking about in our quest log. But before we get into that. I'll do our usual thing that Joel and I usually do. Uh, is there anything that we've been watching or anything not games related we want to bring up just as a little bit of a preamble before the, the meat of the show? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's Jesse related because he recommended them to me on his show pretty much. Uh, yeah, uh, I've been listening to a band called Paperweight from Melbourne who are fucking awesome. If you, if you like fun pop punk jams... Fucking go check out Paperweight. I think that Love old, that like old, old mm. when I say old school, I mean I'm thirty old school. So like, yeah. like mid two thousands, like that newfound glory uh-huh. sort of vibe to it. Yep. Um, early, early all time low to an extent. Like, yeah, just good. Defend pop punk vibes to them. Um, if if you go to one of their shows, they play a fair few shows around Melbourne and Australia. Um, yeah, I'm friends with the little one, Luana. So go check them out. Give them a wave. Tell them I sent you, I guess. I will, when I see them support Punk Rock Factory later mm. this month. So, very excited. But yeah, that's the, that's my hot tip. Alright, cool. Yeah. What about you, Jesse? I know you've been taking some time off games. Anything in particular, particular you've been getting into in that time away, or just been vibing and chilling? So, I've been catching up on a few different shows. Um, I, I watched The Bear, which is nice, stunning. Have you guys watched it? I've watched season one. I've watched some of season one. I need to go back so, to it. Yeah. Season one's really good. Season two starts off a bit slow, but ends with some of the best television I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, I've also been watching the new seasons of uh, What We Do in the Shadows and Futurama. And they're both brilliant. Futurama, I'm like emotionally happy with Futurama coming back because I would say it's probably my favorite show. Like wow. if I actually sit down and think about it, it's probably the, sh- the show that I... I've watched the most, definitely. And to come back, and the, the latter seasons were a little bit weak. Obviously, it's been cancelled like 700 times. But come back, and it just... The magic's there, and it's... I don't know, it's really speaking to me. It's, 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 it's been good comfort food. And what we do in the shadows is still the most underrated television show out there. If you haven't... If you've only watched the film, um, give the show a go. I think... It's better at this point. If you haven't seen the film, you're a fool. Go watch the film. It's one of the yep. best comedies ever made. Absolutely. Um, that was the other thing I watched as well. Was that I watched a few episodes of the, the the latest season of It's Always Sunny. Oh, well. uh, yeah. Now they're finally on Disney Plus here. So, um, there's one episode. Oh, that literally, f- yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole season, all eight episodes are on there. Um, the the <laughs> like I think it's like the second episode has no joke. I think five C-bombs in the first five minutes of the episode. And I was like, this is great. Like, they are just allowed to do whatever they want now. <laughs> Good and for them. It's kind of scary, but great. I, I've i seen people say this is the best season they've had since, like, season seven. It feels like a, re- like a return to, like, awesome. like, that kind of, yeah, like that old, they're not doing as many narrative threads. They've done that sort of thing for a while. I think they're leaving that alone for a while. They even, like, are, like, pulling from their own history and like twisting it and making it's very funny like there's yeah there's one part that is really funny that referenced one of my favorite 
which you can probably figure out if you've watched it, one of my favourite um, episodes, or well, ending of an episode ever. Um, but, uh, yeah, where they reference that in a newer episode is very funny, the way that they come around to it, which is good. You've just reminded me of another show that um, my partner Sophie's been watching, so I've been watching it sort of as she has been. Did you go there and watch Reno 911? No. No, Never actually. got into it. So I, I always, like, I knew of it. It was always there. I never sat down and watched it. Guys, it is so, so funny. Oh, and really? It, it has so many actors that have, like, passed through it. Kind of like, if you go back and you watch Seinfeld, you see all these actors who are, you know, like, big nowadays. Like, the weirdest one for me is the in Seinfeld, the guy who runs the video store that Kramer goes to is John Kramer from Jigs from Saw. Oh my god. And that oh. freaks me the fuck out. But when you watch Reno 91, it's all these actors like um the guy who plays Dean Pelton in communities in it. Uh oh, and yeah. a few days ago Charl the Charlie Day and um oh, I can't remember what his wife's name is, but the waitress from uh, Always Sunny. Yeah, Mary oh, Mary yeah. Mary Elizabeth, Elizabeth. Some, something, yeah, something. Winstead. No, 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 no you're thinking, no, that's, 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 you're thinking of Mary Elizabeth Winstead from like yeah. Scott Pilgrim and now. Oh, yeah, Not no, her. Yeah, it's Mary something. The waitress. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, the waitress. They play like an incestuous couple in the show. And yeah. this is before they were together. And just seeing like them them both that young, it, it, it's just so much fun. So That's wild. You're actually very close. Mary Elizabeth Ellis. Ellis. There we go. You were right there. You, were, just, yeah. you stumbled at the last the last name. I knew it was, three, dot, I knew it was three names. Yeah. 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 No, the waitress rules. She's great. What about you, Karen? Oh, no. Been... Nothing. Honestly, I... Yeah, sick. If, I, as Joel would know, I'm still just watching Buffy and Angel and just trying to survive the cataclysmic wave of content that is video games in these last couple of months. Uh... Again, I haven't because of because of this stupid life choice to watch those two shows that I've already watched before. Again, I am behind on Always Sunny and Futurama and what we've done in the shadows. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Yeah. I think I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, crushing it. <laughs> crushing yes. it. Yes, kicking goals. If Love a, it. Kicking goals. If um, if the goal was to not kick goals, <laughs> like golf. The goal was to like hit the post. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah, yeah. And that's I'm why this isn't a sporting water. podcast. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. I don't know. My team didn't make finals. They were never going to make finals. So my engagement for football was very low this year. <laughs> yep. Uh, how are you feeling, Jesse, by yeah, the way? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm so upset. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I had so much hope at one point this, this year. Look, if you're listening and you don't know who I go for, I go for Essendon, who was shit and should fold <laughs> themselves and then launch themselves into the sea, dragging me down with it because it's been 20 years of misery and I can't remember what a smile feels like. <laughs> so, so that's good. I'm sorry to hear it. We laugh, but I feel I feel for you. Yeah, yeah. Just every time I look uh, I, I, like, at like footy social media, it just seems like no one's happy. No time. one's happy. So, no one's happy. Everyone's sad. Everyone's miserable. All I can Fine. gather is that no one actually wants the number one draft pick. That was what I took away from these last few weeks. Of the, <laughs> yeah, of the I feel bad. That, that season. Harley Reid kid would be like, nobody loves me. <laughs> <laughs> They're all trying to get off the bottom of the ladder. Oh, God. Anyway, that's it. That's all the sports that we have yep. for you that's this, this week. Um, so I'm going to take us straight into the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. 
So the quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment, and uh, what we've been playing is a little game. It's a little indie, little indie company yeah. um, from software yeah. has yeah. released a new title. Uh, mm. May not have. It's from a you know a short run series. I'm gonna call six. The Fires <laughs> of Rubicon. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Still, still fucking, and I know we had a conversation about this off air the other, other week, Kyron, about like from software and their naming conventions for just anything. But like, I still fucking love Fires of Rubicon. It just It's like, a sick name. Oh, so fuck. Good. Yeah, let's go. Uh, so, I mean, I guess I'll go, I feel like I know the answer for all of this. I'm just going to go around. This is my first Armored Core game that I've really played proper. I dabbled in four or five, one of the PS3 ones was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I quit. <laughs> yep. Uh, is this your first Armored Core game, Joel? 100%. Okay. Like, like the no no experience at all? experience. Okay. Apart from the fact that I knew that it was just like super in the weeds. Like, the, the previous entries have been like super in the weedsy. Like, yeah. really have to get nitty gritty and, and it just will kick you in the face repeatedly. I mean, it's from software. You sort of expect that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, there's also like stats, like more, more like, technical jargon stats yeah. that are like related to the things here um yeah but that this is my first time first time in the fray nice and mm. how how about you jesse is this your first go at armored core so no it's not but don't ask me any questions any follow-up questions <laughs> <for that>. so <laughs> no, so that's like, totally fair <laughs> back in like the ps3 ps2 era that's when i was playing the most amount of games because i was borrowing them from video easy trying to beat them in a week and then return them and either reborrowing them or whatever. So I, I was probably finishing maybe three games a, a month. It was a very, Jesus. very devastating part of my life. But <laughs> one of those games was Armored Core and it would it could have been two, three, and or four. I have no clue which one it was. But I remember getting it and be like, oh yeah, cool. Robots. I like robots. They got guns. Cool. And I played it, and it was like nothing I'd ever played before because it was so complicated. You had all these different stats and mechanics you had to uh, worry about and, uh, and understand. And I kept just hitting my head against the wall with it. But then I got to a point where I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to have to take a step back. I'm going to have to rejig my, my machine and respec it and try and understand it. And when I did, it was the first game I ever did this with. When I, when I did, and I beat that first you know that first enemy that gave me that was like an absolute roadblock for me i got really addicted to it and i probably reborrowed it multiple weeks in a row uh and it just burned into my psyche like i i can't remember which which one it was i can't remember the specifics but i can picture enemies and i can picture the mech that i made really distinctly so it's always been a game that i've just had like respect for you know I could walk past it on the street and give it like a little knowing nod. We wouldn't talk, but there's respect, okay? There's mutual admiration there. <laughs> so when they announced Fires of Rubicon, I'm like, yeah, nah, cool. Like, I like Armored Core. I remember liking Armored Core, but I will admit I was kind of worried because now I know a little bit about the lunatics who make the franchise mm-hmm. um, and the games that they can make that damage my soul. Um, in irreparable ways. So I was a little bit wary of what I was going into, but I love this game so much. Oh my god. It's oh so fun. God. It's so good. And I don't <laughs> know why. It's, it's such like, if you put all of the games I love into into like a graph, this is the outlier. This is 
a bunch of genres I don't usually love and systems I usually hate and can't understand, but for some reason it just it tickles the lizard part of my brain or the mechanical part of my brain at least. And something's happening. I'm I'm getting that accidental boner. Yep. Yeah, that's it. That that robot boner. That robot boner. Yep. There's a sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I, yeah. I don't, I don't know, I'm trying, I'm still trying to piece together how I'm going to say this, because I'm enjoying it, but yeah. I'm definitely not liking it as much as, like, the From Software games that I cherish, but mm. I also, it's different, you know? Yeah. And that's what I do appreciate, I appreciate they didn't come in and just make Dark Souls, but with robots, right? Yeah, they, right. They mm. stuck to Armored Core, they carried across some of the difficulty stuff. They have the bosses. Well, they do. The bosses are there. Oh, good <laughs> God, they are there. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if we've gotten to the infamous first skill check, like end of chapter one boss yet, Jesse, but you'll know when you do. So I <laughs> just finished uh, infiltrating the wall. Did you, oh, did you yeah. climb the wall? Yeah, I've just climbed the wall. So you beat that boss then? Yeah. So I'm, yeah. obviously he's not, he's not the boss you're talking about, obviously. No. No, because okay. no. I was gonna feel really good if he was. I'm like, yeah, I beat him pretty. Good. <laughs> I'm pretty good. I mean, I mean that that guy actually was a bit annoying for me because of how my mech was built. I spent most of that fight playing Chasey. It's like, come back here, yeah, come I just, I just here, stab you in the back. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. I, I've heard people talk about this first boss and they're comparing it to um, what was the first boss in um Elden Ring? Uh, more. Margaret? Was it Margaret or the other version of Margaret? I can't remember. But the one that you fight in it's, the castle. Margaret yeah. Mar- Mar- Robbie, whatever his name is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Margaret Robbie. Mar- Mar- I, I, I've first boss of Elden Ring. A few people bounce off it. I think, yeah, you need to treat this as it's, it's not a Souls game at all. It, it is definitely an Armored Core game that has learnt lessons from Elden Ring. Actually, yes. you know what? I almost want to say that, I mean, obviously the game's learned a few things. If anything, I've learnt more because of Elden Ring. So when I was playing Elden Ring, because I was so engrossed with 75% of that game, because 75% of it is a masterpiece, um, there's a part of it I don't like. But we don't Story mode, game of the year, 2022. <laughs> yeah, where's that podcast now? Um, <laughs> oh, fuck. This is why we had to end it. <laughs> Jesus. This is a long con for Jesse just to completely erase that from history. No. <laughs> Love Letters Game of the Year 20, 2022 was God of War Ragnarok, I'll have you know. Um, but like playing the oh. game, because I was so engrossed with the combat, I learned to actually look at stats and, and understand you know the different buffs and everything like that. So when I'm looking at Armored Core, the inventory, which in most games would kind of terrify me, it's scratching that same thing that the early one I played did. But now I just have that different level of understanding of what all these things mean in conjunction with each other like so uh, i've already got a few different builds going um you know and more agile one a bit of a tank uh i'm still trying to work out you know a really good balance for a, for a good all-rounder but i don't know I, I this game's also really like accessible i'm finding which is strange yeah and that that's the thing. Like I, I, I like stats and things usually scare me, especially when there's a lot of them. Um, I usually sort of just be like, uh, look for look for blue ups. That's what I'm looking for. Like and like you can get through with that kind of that that kind of attitude uh, to a degree. But for me it's like it's more so like the the hands on 
element of it, if that makes sense. Like, instead of just looking at the stats, it's like, okay, cool. This isn't working for what I need, what I've got currently. I've got, like, I'm just sort of, like, strapping things onto the one, like, unit that I'm using at the, at the moment and just, like, adapting it on the fly. Um, and, like, just going, all right, cool, this isn't working. Hmm, okay, maybe if I switch out this for this particular, like, I switch out that machine gun for a grenade launcher, that might help, and then I can use the missile launcher on uh, the, um, like, the, the bazooka or something as well to do deal more damage as well because I need to have explosive damage, basically. Um, and ammo is going to be an issue, but if I balance it between my right and uh, left shoulders, like, that, that, that'd be okay. It's like that, just, like, real hands-on, getting in there and just sort of like trial and erroring my way through things until something goes i get like a boss down to like its last third of health and i go okay there's something here i think maybe now i just need to hone in on it and just like focus on my strategy using this particular build and then and then go from there that's how i found it and and again it's just it's i was saying to you kyron um just we're talking about um armor core the other night and i was like i i don't know if it's like because it has like a bit of a roguelike feel to it at some points, like where you kind of, if you are, you do get through to like the end of a level and you're just like, this isn't working. Uh, you you have to quit back and maybe like retools and things, maybe rerun some older stuff to get some more coin and, uh, and sort of, which is all I find a lot of, I can't find quite fun, especially if I've had a few upgrades since I've been back to said mission to get some more, some more credits. Um, and you just go through and you're just like, I am a fucking mech god now. Like, bow down to me. Um, and, yeah, and then going back through and, and, and finally overcoming that skill check or whatever that you've, you've hit or come up against. But. The skill check boss. The skill check boss is just like, you must be this tall to ride. Yeah, <laughs> if, you're not, really if you're not taller than this, hop off. I'm it waiting really for is. my opinion on the game to turn. Maybe when I... How how far... If, if I've just done the wall and I'm just... You're, you've... You're a, so, few, you're a few missions away. You're yeah, close. Cool. You're I'll close. do it tomorrow. And again, I, I don't want to overhype him because like he is one of those, again, like like all from software bosses, at a, at a, at a glimpse, you're like, what the fuck? Yep. How do I fight this thing? And when you figure it out, it's cool. I just I just got a bit sick of him because like I was just like, okay, well, I want all these other weapons. And then we need to go farm old missions to get money to buy these weapons I want, which led me to... I real I fucking if I could put my hands into another mech and kill the pilot, G thirteen I think his name is. I would kill oh, him. Yeah. I hate him so much. I'm not sure if you've met him yet. He's in one of the missions, maybe just after the wall or around then. Is he the one that helps G-13. on the wall? I, I think he's in. He's like the hand, like in charge of the two that help you on the wall. I'm pretty sure, isn't it? He just yeah. sucks. I hate him. I can't. Yeah. Oh, speaking of characters, I hate. So there's a bunch of different. Faction that has that same like military political fuckery that reminds me of like Metal Gear Solid, which absolutely, which yeah. I, I I both hate and love at the same time. But one of the like paramilitary corporations has this like really over the top American ura fucking that's that's him, wanker, it's him. and it's, I I've never said it's him. I hate Gun 13. Oh, so he, that's him? I think it is. Yeah, yeah. I it sounds I like him. Don't <laughs> think I've hated anyone more like- in a game. There are, I want to kill. There are people who've done me wrong in real life <laughs> that I feel better about than him. It's, character I, I've I heard. feel like no, no. I feel like it, I feel like it, that's intentional as well because I think oh, the, you meant the, to hate him. The two that you go out on that mission with when you first meet those that like the the G 
like force or whatever they're called. The G force. <laughs> the G. <laughs> yeah, the G. No, sorry, yeah. G force is their name now. <laughs> G unit is also very good as well. I like both of those. We'll go with both. Um, yeah, the two that go out, like kind of like, like pawn him off as well. They're like, this guy's a, a fuckhead. Like, he's a converting officer, but we don't. He's a fuckhead. Like, uh, yeah, I just I don't know. There's sometimes I'm just like watching it. I'm just like absorbing it and going, mm, yes, yes, yes. I have no idea what's going on, but I love every minute of it, and it's great. So, like, the way this, the narrative's delivered is both a pro and a con. For me, in my particular state of gaming, where I just was sort of overwhelmed with the amount of games that were coming out, I got... I just burnt out on them. And coming back into it, I need something that I can take in small bites. Having the sortie missions is really good. I can sit down, I can yeah. do one or two, and I'm done. And I, I do miss games like that, because everything is becoming these massive fucking fetch quests open world bullshit which I'm, I'm really really tired of at the same time i would have loved to have had some uh i don't know cut scenes in this game and not so, just a bunch of powerpoint presentations being shown to me i gotta say um, i gotta ask you have you played ace combat 6 no okay that has a lot of stuff that i really think from software could have used in armored core 6 mm-hmm. uh it's because i mean they're not obviously the same game, but they are similar in a sense that like you get your de- you get your like mission briefings. It plays out this like little holographic display of like gives you a rundown of a mission, what you can expect in it. It actually has like full on cutscenes, mm-hmm. and I, when I say cutscenes, they're not obviously I, I want to say to the quality of, but I know everyone's just, just you know description of quality for Kojima varies, but they go for that feel of Kojima. And sometimes it's like, this is so unnecessary, unnecessarily convoluted. But I do kind of wish that Arm- Armored Core had a bit more like that. Agreed. Because, uh, I mean, again, I coming into a From Software game, I have a certain level of, you know, what to expect from the story. But I don't have the item descriptions to fall back on in this one. So I kind of only have these little short radio calls or like whatever the pilots say to each other in the missions. I already know that like the internet loves Rusty. So, um, I haven't met Rusty properly yet. Yes, but, um, I've spoken to Rusty. Quite a big... F- yeah. Oh, sorry. So, Rusty's the one that helps you on the wall. He's the yeah, one that has to leave halfway through. Yeah. 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 yeah Rusty, Rusty yeah, is right. a superstar. Yeah, Rusty's... Yeah, very cool. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I tend to agree with that as well. Like, I hadn't really thought of, thought of those, those two comparisons, uh, those two games being compared to each other, but it wasn't until your housemate, Brendan, mentioned about... It's like it feels like very like Metal Gear Solid meets Ace Combat, and I was like, oh, and then like playing it, and it, yeah, you're you're 100 right. The and way that the, those mission briefings are very similar. You to know what's so funny? Ace Combat. We Kojima did it. He did two Mac games. He did two of them. It's true. He did the Zone of the Ender games. Yeah, which I've never played. They're, they're fun. They're, yeah, if you like anime mechs, they're fun as hell. I need a I need a track down that section the second one is like i think eight dollars on ps5 at the moment as part of their sale unless it's ended don't <laughs> quote me on that um but anyway yeah i mean and, and like i'm not expecting not coming into this game expecting a grand story but the bits are interesting and i know what it's not a spoiler to say it's got three endings so there will be at some point there's going to be choices that we make and i'm like maybe that's when the story opens up and invites you in because at the moment in the early stages you are literally just a gun for hire you know yep. you use some mercenary yeah, like board in to do their dirty work yeah at, at the moment I, again not that far into it but the story boils down to getting it done yeah what do you have to six two one done. yeah good job for you six two one like i just every time i hear that i'm just like Ooh. no that's 
Yeah. Like, take away from, like, the complexity of some of the systems and the convoluted and barely delivered narrative. I think what I really like about it is the gameplay itself. The gameplay loop is remarkably simple. Like, your shoulder buttons are, you know, your 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 shoulder weapons, your handheld weapons. That just makes logical sense. You have a boost, you have flight, and you just need to shoot robots. It's so simple. And I again, I love that. Because they could have gone really as complicated as they did with the you know bot building in the story in the gameplay itself but this is no just build something and blow shit up i want to mention how good it feels to fly in this game i'm going to make a a bold comparison here the flight in this game reminds me of the flight in anthem which say what you will about anthem the flying controls in that game fucking slap they were great. It was the best part of that game. By f- it was the only part of that game, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're using your... You have, like, a more aggressive boost function um, yeah. in, your, in, in your AC. And that feels exactly like your jet booster in Anthem. And, like, f- getting through a, a boss's, like, flurry of attacks with that rocket boost and then, like, doing, like, a melee combat move on them, like, with your sword or whatever... The it fucking sword is so good. The sword is great. I'm always so sad when it's like in cooldown. I'm like, no, just swing it again. Yeah, let me swing do the sword again. What are your um, yeah. let me dual wield it? What are your ACs looking like now? Do you have multiple? Do you have one? Do you have certain? Att- have, you, have you named them yet? Are they like your sons yet? I've named two of mine. <laughs> I haven't named mine. I have just the one, and like I said before, I've just sort of been like. I don't know, I guess my, my internal role play that I'm doing is like, I'm just like this scrapper that's just like picking stuff up and being like, yeah, this works and just strapping <laughs> things on going, hoping for the best. Um, and just, yeah, this is my one, this is my, my machine. This is my AC. This is what I go into to battle. There are many like it, but this I one's mine. That's what Exactly. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Like, um, so yeah, that's, that's what I'm, how I'm rolling at the moment. It's, it's currently like all like, a lightish green and then all my weapons are all like baby pink um so yeah i'm super super inconspicuous out in the battlefield <laughs> uh mine my i had it i had a pretty medium build up until the skill check boss where i was just like fuck this guy i need to carry more stuff so i went for a slightly heavier build tried the tank body out didn't dig it but chose there was like some heavy legs i went with uh usually i'm running with a obviously the sword in my in my hand and mm. then the other arm has the it's like a plasma rifle i think and then for my shoulders i've got a plasma missile launcher and then like a vertical missile launcher although the skill check boss did make me change that completely and i changed out my two shoulder weapons to be spare holsters for different guns mm. so i could like piff away at the boss Ooh. with those and then like again one of the coolest things in this game that i've already come to love is with that feature because when you do that basically i had so i had um I had two plasma rifles on my hand, on my arm. So I would shoot him, but him would throw up a shield. So there's a separate weapon I used for that. So then you press the shoulder buttons and your mech like changes weapons and it just is cool. It's is that so one cool. of the, the chip it was, upgrades? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. the OS upgrades. Is it the, the, the purge one? It's, like the, like... it's called Weapon Bay. Yeah. I saw Purge. I haven't needed it yet. but Yeah, I, yeah I've been fucking around with that as well. Yeah, yeah. I, that's, that's so, um, interesting. You're probably close to it, It's but you'll start getting the option to like do these matches against other specific mechs yeah the to the, like, like the arena 
match of yeah yeah, yeah. the v- VR they're basically like VR training yeah. missions and like you get you get you beat them and then you get the pattern for their mech so you can use that whenever you want if you've got the stuff. Um, but also you get these OS chip upgrades, which you can install into your OS. You can reset them for money if you don't if you want to change it up. But um, they can do things like boost your damage. Um, as we said, Ooh. there's a, an upgrade called Weapon Bay, where you can basically instead of shoulder weapons like missile launchers, you can set second guns in there. So like plasma rifles, sniper rifles, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff, swords, um, and stuff like for increasing how much you heal from repair kits. Like just lots of little tiny. There, there are like um like AOE effect shields. That oh you yeah, use and with there's different oh, types. Oh. Yeah, which are really cool. There's also my other favorite thing. So you love the boost, Jesse. Yeah. I have got an OS upgrade for you to get immediately. Hundred yep. percent. When you unlock it, it's an upgrade called the boost kick. <laughs> yeah. Is you boost into an enemy, and then if you stop when you stop, you kick him back. Oh my god, hit, yes, yeah. If you, if you hit, I think square when you yeah. stop, like, it just kick him back. <laughs> and it's just yeah. every time I pull it off, I'm like. Oh, this is so fucking anime. So I love it. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> so far, I've I've got two bots that I'm riding with. I just finished making one today. But the first one, and I'm giving them all really wanky names with numbers in them, like they're mechs. One of them's green, yeah. I'm calling him Mantis, because he has the sword. Um love very it. agile, very fast. Obviously, lime green, yellow weapons looks badass. Uh played most of the game with him, and he's the one who'll be in that kick because that sounds really cool. <laughs> it's uh, very cool. The one I just made. Um, I was playing the game and Soph was watching me and she gave me the name for it. It's called Cherry Bomb. It's bright red. Love it. Four legs, got that centaur set up. And I'm just I making it a hev- absolute heavy gunner. Uh, playing as double shotguns, big old missiles in the back. Slow and steady. What but it can hover as well. What you can, what you can look forward to is um, I, the first thing I did once I built this beat the skill check boss, I'm like, oh, what's in the shop? And the Gatling gun is unlocked. I'm like, oh, Man. here I come dual gatling gun build I need to, uh, yeah i need to i need to get the, the gatling gun i've gone to buy it a couple of times i'm like no i don't need that yes you do now. i need uh, this other thing because I, ever I, since I, there, whichever tr- like training module you did but it was just like yeah tr- have this idea like this gatling gun but i'm like dual gatling guns feel so good so it's yeah no doubt you've seen people who have made like gundams and they made optimus prime they made all these like you know famous robots from um pop culture are there any robots that you would like to make? Evan, oh, hang on. <laughs> it's right here. It's right in front of us. Yeah. Little Evan going unit two. For those of you at home, yep. Unit two. Okay. I'm going to make... Baron's showing off his his model right now that he's got right in front of him. It's very He's good. one he prepared earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. So uh, mine current, my current color scheme is like a deep red and gold. I'm trying to find the best parts I can make match for like black, orange, red, green, white coloring of unit two. It's just a sick Ava unit. It it is pretty, it's pretty cool. cool. Um, yeah, I I just I'm just trying to I do anytime I have like a character creator or some sort of customization is I just try and rep dialogue options colors as much as I can. So it's just pink and green. Joel, also my two favorite colors. So you need to watch more mecha anime. I do. Yeah, I do look pretty fucking. You do need great. to watch more mecha anime. I need to make my baby pink guns look a little bit. I recommend Iron Blooded Orphans. I think it's on Netflix. It's good. Yeah, it's a Mobile Suit Gundam one. It's good. Yeah, I really should. Um, yeah, I, this fucking this fucking game is so good. Have you, how far past that skill check? Like without I literally I did it. I checked for shop and I was like, I need to go to bed. And I haven't had a chance to play it since. It's right. just I've been occupied with other stuff. I think <laughs> my weekend's going to go to it because yeah, I've got. I've got I've got two builds in mind. One I know I can make. One I want to be able to make. They're both from Futurama. 
So one of them, I want to get the tank treads and I want to make hedonism bot. Yes. So I make them yes. all gold. The other one, I'm not sure if I can make the character look boxy enough, but I would love to make the Crushinator. The Crushinator. Oh, pass. Yes. I love him. <laughs> I, love like, him. I, I, I really enjoy that. Or at the very least, I'm going to make just a Planet Express themed mech. So the same colors, some of the same yep. logos and stuff and do it. Because, yeah, seeing people make the customization stuff online, I'm yet to see a really good um, Jaeger from Pacific Rim, which is a bit disappointing because oh, yeah. I think that would be pretty easy to make in this. Uh, the pieces are there for sure. You could, I could definitely see that. You can like, tell that when they've made some of these parts, they've had certain designs in mind. So, like, yeah, the thing I'm loving about the Gundam builds is... I don't know anything about Gundam, but there is that, like, one distinct red and white Gundam. I'm going to call him Gundam 1. Um, the the exact legs you need are in the game. The exact arms you need, the next head, torso. It's all there. They've given you the piece, and they're like, we know you want to make this. Which I'm yeah. a big fan of. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I will say, past that skill check, boss... I jumped into the next mission, I think the next night. I'm like, cool. And that that mission immediately ends in another skill check boss to an extent. See, that's the thing. I'm really curious because I have heard a lot of places that um that play a lot of From Software games are like, the first skill check boss, he is rough, but kind of when you get past him, you're kind of good for a while. So that's why I'm really curious to sort it's- of get a chance to get back into it. I think I just wasn't expecting to hit another <laughs> boss. And then it, it's, again, once you figure out, it's sort of like, the way to do it it's kind of fun so i I guess that's like a really good thing to bring up here and it's um it is a thing that i had to relearn after playing so many from software games in from software games you go into a boss with your build and you're just like i can beat you with this build but armored core you learn pretty quickly that you have to be okay with as you, you know making multiple bots going back to the drawing board swapping out entire parts of your mech and just again like i said i went from a medium mech because i like being boosty and dodgy mm-hmm. to being a big boy so i can just fill myself with weapons and health <laughs> so i understand though because like the checkpoints in the game are actually pretty generous for a soft game as long as you don't quit well i was gonna say when you yeah. die you can respect without actually going back to the start of the mission right because I, i've never been yes. in a situation where i've you, needed to do you, that so i haven't really explored that option you can you can again yeah, yeah one small change is i really i don't see why you can't shop honestly like it wouldn't change anything anyway mm. I mean, if you have no money that's on you but if you do have money it would be nice to have the shop there because i mean you're already changing your entire robot anyway which doesn't make plus i mean sense in the game world if you quit <laughs> and go to the shop and buy your stuff like they know that you can get to that point of the game again because yeah you, exactly. you just did it so it's just doing it for the sake of doing it. i think that'll be patched um then again, you could that, you could yeah. just become better at the game. Um, that's com- I completely know. up to you. I I'm I ha- I Here's- the skill check boss hasn't killed me yet, so <laughs> technically. Oh boy, best I'll part see of the I'll see missiles in my dreams for a few weeks oh after boy. that boss. It's yeah, it's bit of wild. a bit of a bullet hell. Um, but you know you're not wrong. Obviously, they all get good. I just. Again, Elden Ring, they got really good at this, like, giving you a checkpoint outside of a boss. And obviously, again, this is still giving you a checkpoint, but quitting entirely in Elden Ring, you would still have that checkpoint. Whereas in this one, it's just like, sorry, 
you know that mission you've done? Do it again. It's just like, I just want to, I, I, I changed my build. I just want to fight the boss. You know what I, I just want to fight me the boss. gave me absolutely <laughs> like PTSD flashbacks is when I first What's turned that? the game off and turned it back on. And it's like, you didn't log yes. out properly. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I know. <laughs> don't you I was like, don't you this. judge me from software. God, I hate yeah. it so much. I did, I did a good old fashioned rage quit. Don't let people know. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> I closed the game in anger. I, I think the difference though, but as to why I don't hate it as much, um, it, it is inconvenient and it's a bit of fuck around, a bit of a fuck around. Um, but the the comparison with that you were saying about Elden Ring about giving you the checkpoint outside of boss, the difference is here, um, the lead up to these missions at the moment, like the, the lead up to these boss fights, uh, isn't all that ta- like. The skill check boss had a sort of annoying fight before him. Yeah, actually, you're true. And yeah. it's and it's again, it's a little thing where it's just like you fight him as being like, I'm gonna burn resources here and then die to the boss and go to the checkpoint anyway. Yeah. So it's just like, I mean, again, get good. Maybe you don't burn resources, but in the early game with my current build, I was just like, I would get to him and usually spend a repair kit. And like, well, I'm not gonna go into the boss with two. Yeah. I'm gonna go in there and hit restart from checkpoint to get yep. all my repair kits back. I I actually had for uh, like the next like boss that I encountered after that one. I um I had a moment where I was like, all right, I need specific stuff for this boss fight. All right, so I'm gonna buy it. So I quit out. <laughs> I bought it. Yeah. Didn't equip it. Yeah. Got yeah. to the point where <laughs> there was like the, the checkpoint with the boss. Went in, had a crack, died, went back, quit. All right, cool. Yeah, now just re- out. rebuild here on the fly, like at this checkpoint. Yeah. And then go back into Which it. again, I love that you can do that. I think yeah. it's a great idea. Because again, in Elden Ring, like in any From Software game, you can just change your gear at any point. So mm-hmm. it makes sense to sort it's of true. give you that option, at least in checkpoints. But yeah, I just, I kind of wish the shop was there. Otherwise, I have no problems with how the checkpointing works or the missions work. It's, They're relatively short. Yes. That's what I love about too. I, I, Bite-sized chunks. Quite like, the, the, yeah, the game's making me relearn that unlike something like Elden Ring, I'm not my character, I'm my inventory. So I'm, I am, or my character is, all the things I've collected in the game so far at, at any given time. Because yeah, you can just go and just reshuffle and come back in and dual shotgun your way through. Which mm-hmm. is also great because as much as I love all those other From Software games, they, they do reach a point like when you're 50 hours in where you're like, I just got this cool new toy, but unfortunately it's not for my build. So I can't really use it. Whereas get- an armor core, the beauty of it is you can just do whatever you want. Or you get to a fucking boss in Elden Ring that's clearly not designed for a strength build. You need a magic build or something like some bullshit. And you get into a second phase. You're like, hey, this is fantastic, but I'll never be able to get it here again. And then it becomes the fastest thing that I've ever seen in the video game. And he claws my fucking face off. I have a sword made out of the throne from Game of Thrones. I'm like, hey, the game's in kind of easy-ish up to this point. Like, I'm getting good. I'm feeling good about myself, not just in the game, but as a person. But then you get there, and he just kicks your ass. And where else can you go? Oh, you have to go to the snow area. And the snow area is the best part of the game, isn't it? Because you've already been to that fucking KFC Crusher Tornado Village that's in the sky after you block the whole tree and oh fuck it wouldn't ring stupid game for babies game of the year story mode's game of the year 2022 elden ring story mode podcast never heard of it (laughs) kmc crusher go back to farum azula no i know i know and they look like those kfc crusher ads no yep no like i i understand completely what you mean what but it still makes me laugh a lot. <laughs> Jesse, I have good news for you. From Software's made their little mech game. The Elden Ring DLC is next, and then probably Elden Ring 2. So, <laughs> Elden Ring 2. Elden Q. Rings. 
Elden Ring. Yep. 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 That'll be you. You laugh. I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, maybe with no. Elden Ring two, they'll put they? in oh, an actually. equal amount of effort with the whole game. I'm throwing down with From Software. Bring it on. Oh. I have some From Software took everything from me. I have nothing to lose anymore. Okay, <laughs> bring it on. From, from I was gonna say From Software won't even let you like adjust the the, the size of the t- subtitles in the game in this game or like the, the HUD size in this game. So it's really I, annoying. I don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I've, I mean, super, I've had to stand up. Has always liked. I've had to stand up yep. multiple times and go to the like, to the TV to see like what does it say? What does it say, Sonny? <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. On the with, screen, says you were dead. Was that rusty? <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's like when I go to the shop and it's like something that I can't afford, and I still get close to the TV to see how much it is because I'm just like, oh yes, I definitely can't afford that. That's great. <laughs> Ten trillion Excellent. dollars, you say? No, <laughs> My, thank you. Mm, cannot afford that right now. Would be kind of cool, but rusty to the bar. (laughs) (laughs) There's also a special moment when you beat a mission, but you failed a lot. So it's just like, hey, here's what you could have been paid. Here's your repair expenses. Uh, Fuck you. (laughs) Such a fuck right. Yeah, there's that. Every time I get to like a a, 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 some sort of boss fight, and I just I keep like re like restarting. I'm just like, oh man, I'm I'm hemorrhaging cash here right now. That's fine. Everything's fine. Well, I fine. think in the older ones, you were able to go into debt. You can't in this one, so... Oh, thank God. <laughs> I think... I don't, maybe From Software was just like, no, no, no. People that have enough trouble dealing with that yeah. in their real life. We're not going to make them go into debt in the video game. Re- they really escape Look, from that. living real life right now is Dark Souls enough, okay? Exactly, yeah. If this game had a narrative that was possible to follow without a PhD and, gl- and better glasses than I have... <laughs> I think it would be a definitely contention of my game of the year. The, just the lack of narrative holding it back. And it, I would love to know more about my character. There's a film that keeps coming to my head when I'm playing the game. And I'm just like, the action sequences are as thrilling as this film to me. But just, it doesn't have the character, the heart. Top Gun Maverick. Give me a pilot that I care about, who's charismatic, there's a squad around him, and you actually, when you do things, you're doing it for do you, purpose. Do you know who that who that pilot is, Jesse? It's Rusty. Tom Cruise is Rusty. Yes. Because, like, I, again, I have... I'm not going to say what it is. If I Rusty have, seen, tries to get out of his cockpit and he bops his head like Goose, I'm going to be in tears, Okay. <laughs> I have seen a clip from a mission that happens a bit later on with Rusty, and it just, it looks, there's a line that he delivers, stone cold, and it just seems fucking awesome. I'm here to, I'm, I'm in this game to see more Rusty, that's what's got me going. I, I think you're going to say, also, Jesse, have, I think you're going to say he has a line that reminds you of Tom Cruise, but like, 61, have you heard of Scientology? <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's all about. Yeah, Ruby Conan is like the home of Scientology. Well, man. Um, I mean... Yeah, uh, it's um. Have you have you played Ace Combat before, Jesse? I, don't know um, I think it's another game that I rented back in that the the, yeah. the the halcyon days of Video Easy. But I I I only played Ace Combat Six. Six is so good. It's fucking. If you want that like Top Gun Maverick, like fucking play Ace Combat. It's so good for that shit. I it's think it's a very, I'll go back Ace and play Hawks, sir. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Tom I, I have hawks. have I told you my hawk story it's not much of a story it's just a very I haven't heard brief story, line so. or two 
I have in my little cupboard behind me, I have all my old games. I have the case for Tom Clancy's Hawks for PS3? Is that what it came on? Yeah. I don't know. Um, That'd be about right. I have the case for it. I've never bought it. I've never owned it. I've played it probably at like a at like a PAX or something like that, like an EB Expo <laughs> or some shit. I, I've definitely played it, but I've never owned it. The disc isn't anywhere. None of my consoles have memory of this game, but I have the case. So that's strange. I'm being haunted by it. Haunted by the ghost of Clancy. Hmm. Well, had to happen to someone, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, I fucking this game kicks ass. Um, I, I am waiting for the point where I do sort of get because I was concerned, like having it be the um the the combat director from Sekiro. From Sekiro, and I was yeah. just like, oh, I, mean, I bounced off that game. But I, I think looking back on it, I just wasn't in the right frame of mind to play that game. I think if you went back and tried again, like Sekiro is punishing, but oh, there's. Even even over Elden Ring and Dark Souls and Bloodborne, no game will give you highs like Sekiro does. Yeah, I, I've never played. I haven't played Sekiro, but it's it's on. It's very high on my list of games that I, I'm going to pick up when there's a uh, a break, which will be sometime in like yeah. 2027 when I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sun bursts at EMP um, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was I because I I played that when I was um I think my son had just been born so like you I was under like, enough stress already yeah probably it wasn't in the right mindset that i was like ah oh, like trying to force myself to enjoy it and i just wasn't so i bounced off it and so i was gonna be concerned going to, to armor core that with that knowledge but i think yeah i think if i did go back to it one if i went back to Sekiro, i probably enjoyed it a lot more and two i think I, I i was prepared for how it works with like it's basically the stagger meter like trying to stagger enemies and, yeah um, and then just unload into them, like land on the ground, just be like, boom. have everything I've got currently yeah, loaded, just, like claw gripping, <laughs> claw gripping the shoulder buttons, just like just like it mashing is, them. It is oddly satisfying when you break someone's like stagger, and then you like set off all your shoulder missiles and just watch them just go. Oh yeah, it's just it's so cool. My favorite thing I did, I was in, I think one of the arena fights, or I think one of the like some of the like one v one fights that I've had. With other um, AC units, the the AC fights are why I wish I felt good enough to go into PvP. Right, I do not. Let's I roll. Let's roll. Squad no. three. Let's roll. Squad no. three. I don't want to. Three v three. Let's do <laughs> it. I'm terrified of what of what lurks over that side of the nah, world. Now fuck like, it. <laughs> now fuck it. Let's just do it. Like let's just take our ACs out to get smashed. Feed the Four fire, boys. Laugh. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was so. Uh, I was doing it like one of those fights and I managed to just time it well. And I, from that moment on, I would do it ever for like, like consistently where I would fire my missiles off just before I staggered the enemy. So like I'd fire them off and then like the vertical missile would be flying up to the air. And then I'd just go in for like a, like a, a sword attack and like full on break, like shield break them. And then just like dash back and watch them just get pummeled with missiles. I'm like, Oh, I love rules. when you take an AC as like the final part of the mission. So mm. when a mission ends, it just teleports you back to the menu, which can be annoying because sometimes there'll be an enemy, like you've done the quest, which is like blow up a generator and you're still fighting an enemy and you can't finish it. That's annoying. But when you have to fight an AC and you know it's about to come to an end, I love just slowly walking up to the to their uh, to them on the ground, putting two bullets into them and then jetpacking into the sky. 
It feels really dramatic. And all, like in my head, all I hear, all I can hear, is like it's so good. Yes. Well, especially because some missions actually do have secret. Well, not necessarily secret, but they've got hidden AC units you can go and fight for, like a um, a hunter upgrade. What do they call yeah, it? Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. It's like get yeah, a hunter log or something. Hunter like log. That. That's the yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. So like, I found. And I wasn't even paying that much attention. I was just like, I was like collecting these fees and th- things and figured they were all directly in my path. And when I was farming for cash, I saw a mission as like had a hunter log that I hadn't gotten. I'm like, it was like pending or something. Yeah, says, I was like, yeah. what the fuck is this? So I yeah. went through a mission and um, it took a couple of tries for me to really be like, where do I go to find it? And then there was one point where I looked off to the right and saw this fucking guy sitting near the dam. I'm like, you, you're it and I'm coming for you. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> sick. I don't know you could do that. Bl- Okay, I'm gonna go. Yeah, so yeah. some not not in every mission. If you check the replay list, um, it'll say if it says hunter log pending, it means somewhere in that mission there's like a little AC guy you can go Just, fight. Usually not early day is not super hard, but I reckon that'll change later on. I think yeah, I think <laughs> it's like every every five of those that you get, or five or six of those you get, you get a new like like piece of like gear, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, if you're listening to this and you're you are contemplating getting this game, uh. It probably goes without saying, but I think some people would probably try and skip them. Don't skip the tutorials. I, I skip the tutorials. I, because uh, I'm like, I've played so much from software games. Yeah. I don't need the tutorials, I and I found them. out the tutorials unlock weapons. Yeah, what they the give fuck, you shit. man? <laughs> exactly. They fucking give you shit. They give you gear. That's why so that's that's I found out. do them. That's yeah. why. I, yeah, oh, they all give you. Un- I'm like, all right, fine. I guess yep. I'll do all the tutorials. Guess every time a new one pop up, I'll be like, all right, I forgot. I'm going to get some new shit, like, just to add it to my stash, and I'll, like, <laughs> I might need it. I don't know, but fuck it. Two, why not? Two more things I want to bring uh, it's up. It's free gear. Is first of all, this game was ridiculously hard to get my hands on. Uh yes. I went to. I was calling up different EB Games and JB Hi-Fi's in my area to see if they've had it, and they're like, "No, we don't have anything. Like, we're not going to have it for a few weeks." I ended up getting off, off Amazon again the next day. Um, so that was odd. I didn't expect that. Secondly, shout out to the diversity of the actual mission types. Because it would be very easy to just be like, every mission is blob generator, kill this robot. And yes, there are those missions. But like that fight against the, uh, I want to call it a stalker, but it's not. It's that big strider. 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 That was cool. That was like unique. It was cool. And that thing was big. Uh, and the mission I'm up to now is, I'm going through like an abandoned sort of uh, factory. And there are bots with like that are hidden they've got like stealth tech on them uh, yeah i've had flashbacks already uh, jesse thank yeah. you yeah but like that the last scrap in that in that mission oh i can burn in hell it's, yeah <laughs> oh, oh boy yeah uh, I'm not a, that's rough i'm like halfway through the mission that mission and i sort of paused it so <laughs> cool. but i look yeah. forward to it I, yeah that's no, great i'm a big fan it's of really that good. like it, it does feel different because that Mission played out like a horror film at the start. You get there, it's too, yeah, it's like, it was great. It's a bit of that whole like it's quiet, too quiet sort of thing, and then you get that first yep. shot to come across you. Oh, it's fucking cool. This game fucking slaps. Yeah, to your point as well, Jesse. You mentioned it was hard to get, and it doubly goes up here. Um, two of the stores I would normally go to for games, either one I would normally go to because I work there, didn't get it, and JB Hi-Fi. If they did get it, they were sold out within the day. Yeah. So I ended up having to fucking pony up an extra 20 bucks and buying it from eb games so oh here's show. my here's my story of what happened yeah, yeah, yeah. Friend of the show eb games um 
Dialogue options presented by EB Games. Um, trade and save. Trade and save at EB Games. Uh, we get some carrots. This episode costs more than anywhere else. <laughs> Twenty bucks extra. Yeah, give me money, please. Um, money, please. So I, I was, I, I came around to record last Friday night. I was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna go pick it up tomorrow. Just take some money out of savings. I'm gonna do it. And you were like, Kyra was like, good luck, man. I'm like, what? He's like, it's impossible. I was like, oh fuck. So I checked JB Hi-Fi's website and I realized that Water Gardens, which is right near where I used to live, had copies of it. Yep. And I was like, oh, Water Gardens have it. And uh, and Kyra's like, well, only if you're going to Melbourne soon. I'm like, I'm going to Melbourne for my friend's kid's birthday party on Sunday. I'm like, I'll just make a detour to fucking Water Gardens. Click and collect, Have lunch, baby. pick it up. Yep. So paid for it then, click and collect. I'm like, sweet. I went in there on, on Sunday. I was like... Me, I don't know what's happening at Water Gardens, but that was the only one that was coming up as having stock. And I live twelve days away from Water Gardens, so I wasn't going. To- <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I no. Yep. I don't know if um if buyers just didn't go in on it. I don't mm. know. Like from software sold basically every copy of Elden Ring ever. Like they sold so many. Armored Core Six looked like it could be a hit, but again, I guess we don't have sales data yet. But it just seemed like they didn't order enough. Yeah. Or yeah, like maybe there was delays in shipments or what something happened. At the same time, they're putting a lot of money into marketing for this. Have you seen they've got two trailers out? One yeah. of them has Rain Wilson yep. Dwight. Um have you, have you oh, seen I haven't that seen that one. No. <laughs> it's like for like mechless insurance. And he's talking he, oh, he's meant to be like an insurance officer saying, No, we don't cover this sort of damage. Oh, we don't we cover fires. No, not fires of Rubicon. I quite like that joke. But then there's also one with <laughs> Very good. genuine friend of the show. Uh, Carl Urban Chaos. Carl, Fuck yeah, Carl, Carl Urban. Urban. Uh, <laughs> they've put money oh into, the, into the advertising for this. I'm wondering how many people have bought the game being like, oh, you know, these guys met Elden Ring. I liked Elden Ring, therefore I will like this. So, from what I'm seeing online, people are, are vibing with this game, probably more than I expected. Mm-hmm. But I am wondering, are we going to see a massive flood of your, you know, more casual-ish gamer who was expecting Elden Ring from this, they're clearly not going to get it. And I wonder if we're going to see a flood of uh, return copies to our good friends, EB Games. Electronic Boutiques, yeah. now at Fountain Gate. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, maybe. I think I think even if you came into this expecting Elden Ring, the, the, the format of the game is pretty clear out the gate. Yeah. And like, if, if you love From Software boss fights, again, I've only really fought one proper boss, but it delivers. It delivers on spectacle, on fucking gripping your controller so hard it might snap. Yep. Like, it's all there. So Getting I think. it right down to like a pixel of health and then fucking eating shit. And you're like, ah! <laughs> Pretty yeah. much, yeah. yeah. So that, I, I experienced that. Like, I yeah. got, literally, I got killed and I had like this tiny. He was yep. like, this much health. I'm like, one more missile. Uh-huh. One more. Like, if I just tapped you, it yep. would have finished you off. A but no, breeze. I blew up. <laughs> yeah. I know. But, th- but then also on the flip side, like that feeling of when you do finally overcome it. Oh, yeah, you've been like, on this boss fight for like two hours and you've been fucking trying everything that you can to, to overcome it. And, and looking, you at, do... looking at you, Melania. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Melania. Or even like that first skill check in this game reminds me, I think, I think someone on Kind of Funny sort of made reference to it as well as I compare it to, to this as well but reminds me of like Father Gascoigne in Bloodborne yeah, basically, it's like that's the point where it's like oh here's the game like, yeah every From Software game sort of has this first boss that again is the equivalent of 
you have to be just told to ride. If you if you're not yeah. taller than this, you might want to hop off because yeah. it's going to get pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and if you even if you can overcome that challenge, you're good. Like mm-hmm. you're basically set for what the game has in store. And that's why it's always so satisfying when you get past that first one. It's just I had to. It was just sometimes my mech doesn't do what I want it to do. And I know it's entirely my fault. And it's because I don't want the boost button on the left stick. I yeah. hate it. The amount of times I died on that particular boss, because mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I need to move in. And I've slipped and pressed it. I'm like, oh, I'm boosting straight straight into about, yeah, about 100 rockets. Yep. Yep. This is going to suck. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. Or when well, you maybe, want to boost. Maybe we do a quick last minute dodge. Yeah. Or you're like, you know, you, like, okay, the enemy's not looking at me. I've got an opening. I'm going to hit it to you know, the back of it where the weak spot is. And you're going to press the stick down. It's like, oh, I turned off auto lock, okay? Yep. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, yep. When I when I found out, like, you know, I was obviously pressing in the right stick to auto lock. When I found out you can break it by moving the camera too much, I was yep. like, no, why? If that's the case, just follow the boss of the enemy more accurately, please, because I just want to see where they are. Also, there's there's a fucking, like, OS override How badass too. is it? I'm like, I fucking... There's, there's yeah. an OS upgrade you can get, Jesse, which enables manual aim yeah. with the right stick when you press it in. It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. if you just want to be a badass mech And pilot, it does more damage. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah you get that. rewarded for it. Absolutely, it's like it's like risk reward. Um, yeah, pros about, only. Oh shit! I saw that and I was like, no, thank you. That's like when bosses down to like a sliver of health, and you're like, I'm taking my shot. I'm hundred percent be using it. I'm. It's too tempting to like say no. Maybe to I, maybe I will. Like fuck it. it. I think it's only too. It's not too I play this game that, just yeah. so differently to any other game. Like if you, you guys actually watch me play this, you wouldn't think it's me. Not saying I'm a lot better. I I just play it in a very strange, wanky, wanky way. No, but I, it's good though. Like you're sort of getting what you want from it as well. Like it's, I I don't know. I just just talking about it, it. It's a good sign that like just us talking about it right now is making me go fuck. I want to go home and play Armored Core right now. I know like, what I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make the mech suits from Avatar. Oh fuck! Me. Yes. All right. I, and now I don't want to play Armored Core anymore. <laughs> I'm done. I'm out. Find, that's find the exact shade of blue that Jimmy, that's, Jimmy Cameron uses. Jimmy that's my. That's, and just make a mech all color. Oh my like god! Yes. I just hit my skill. I've just hit my skill check in life. <laughs> like, <laughs> if, Sorry, Joel. You must be this tall to ride. Right. So no, the, uh, I'm the story done. of the game is Back to you games. fly down to Rubicon where they're mining unobtainium. Oh, fuck. Fuck. I mean, it's not far off, really. Not. Like. There I, is something coral is. is coral. I know we discussed it a bit of like the, the lack coral. of the lack of narrative, but they do drop like sick lines of dialogue that makes me God, I want to know more. Yeah, right. Like they talk about the fires of the people. Like they, when you when you're boarding the Strider, like they talk about the fires of Rubicon. I'm like, what is? What are the fires of Rubicon? Mm-hmm. Please tell me. Um, where do I? Where do I, which YouTuber will tell me? Will Vardy Vidya tell me? Yeah, mm, maybe, maybe. <laughs> He's doing Armand Core videos. Hopefully, he will. Ooh. Um. Yeah, no, I, I think past that first, because that first skill check boss is the end of chapter one. And yeah. It's, I think from what I've played, I've only played a little bit further on, but yeah, things are starting to go. That's what I thought oh, it would happen. Okay. All right. Interesting. Like, because like the cutscene that plays before that boss, it, there is a short cutscene that plays. And even during that boss fight, there's a additional character talking to you where it's sort of like, ah, uh, I feel like. The story is starting here. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. wish got, story didn't happen yeah. during gameplay because I'm concentrating on not dying. Oh, I would. Agree. 
oh god i am I screaming internally when this character's like talking to me about the sims i'm just like i'm trying to not die right now and if also you could just save it, sucks, it and also i can't put check, a pin in it i can't check the subtitles because they're too fucking small there's <laughs> and they're against a white background like a fucking one of the first acs you fight on like an ice field basically an ice rink you yep. fight him there yep. and if you listen to his dialogue he's like panicking about dying and it's really dark because you're like yeah. he sounds like a kid um and i i wonder how much of that really kind of impactful stuff is being is lost in the chaos of this of you know the way the story has been delivered but I still there shot him in the head mission. twice and flew off at the end. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. gotta make sure. Hey, you know? You know. There is a mission that, done. that is like that. It, you've got a time limit to collect intel from a certain yeah. area, and like there's some cool little bits and pieces in there. That, a, a similar sort of thing where you're like, oh, okay. I mean, I did see that people have found um, patches in this game. Mm. <laughs> so I'm looking forward. It's like a little log that talk, but like it's like, oh, this is this guy's meant to be patches. Okay, oh, fuck yeah, that's so, great. Like yeah, it seems there like there is also another. There's also another from software staple in there as well that I've seen people talk about as well. There's a character. Of, there's a character in one of the missions that has a name that reminds me of Udix Index Gundia from um, Dark Souls Three. Yeah, and I was like, is that a nod? I can't tell. It was just like coincidental. That that is it. Moon Touch Great Sword. Well, Moonlight Great Sword. Moonlight Great Sword is apparently is in the game. Apparently, yes. in there, and apparently it's sick. I can't wait to get. I it. know. I oh, fucking god. Damn. Look, I have seen glimpses of abilities that I'll get. Like I know there's like a boost punch you can get. Fuck I want the yeah. boost punch. Fuck yeah! Just give me the boost punch from software. Because I, I bought I bought the second sword. It's so good. Yeah, um, that's my next upgrade. Um, uh, but but if I get the boost punch, I could be like space punch shotgun, like Mass Effect Three mm. multiplayer days card. But you don't have to worry about dealing with me. <laughs> I like how that's your first thought. And in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm going to make a robot look like Hitmonchan. <laughs> Jesse, Joel, he, talk, he mentioned shotgun, space, space punch shotgun. Imagine trying to play incredibly hard difficulty tiers. Like, you remember Mass Effect 3's co-op multiplayer mode, right? Like, four-player mm-hmm. horde mode, like, ten waves and all that. We used to try to play it on pretty hard difficulties. And um, Joel, bless his bastard heart would come in as a character who's basically their ability would be to teleport punch away into the packs of enemies and then obviously he would kill someone and then he goes straight to shotgun and then usually about five seconds later he would be downed and we would have to go deep behind enemy lines getting shredded to revive his ass so no joel i don't remember that fondly space at all punch shotgun space punch shotgun uh, joel okay. i'm so glad that your like personal brand is the same in reality as it is in games <laughs> of chaos. i like that i respect yep, it he is yep he yep. commits he commits fully yep yeah yeah it's like it's like, like playing borderlands with you back in the day <sighs> like yeah when i was severely under level because yeah that was a whole thing we could go down that road i play again. games with joel sometimes and i'm like why <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah look leroy jenkins didn't die for nothing okay you. He became a meme. He became a legend. <laughs> yeah, I became legend, Kyra. Oh, you, you haven't even you haven't been playing enough Destiny two to say that. I haven't. You I haven't. Really haven't. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, any more armored core thoughts before we move on? Yeah, it's fucking. Is cool. anything we haven't like? It's just fucking sick. Hell it's un- so good. It's, core, under, it's underplayed a lot, but um, the music is great as well. Oh, oh yeah, it's very good. 
It's like very, very, sometimes you have to really listen for it, but there's some good stuff going on, like the, underneath the, the explosions and the mechs and all that stuff. Part of me is the considering... The one that plays in the arena fights? I'm considering yeah, turning down the, um, just all the voice options and the dialogue, I'm like, I can't I understand so, anyway. So, yeah. Crank up the music. <laughs> yep. Blast it's, it. Does that, like, yeah, there's one, the, there's a track that plays in like the, the arena fights that is just like this like pulsing like 90s fucking trance vibe like very like subdued trance vibe that like carries it i'm like oh this is like yeah ticking boxes for me that i didn't know i would have ticked so it's it's this game fucking sick i love hearing people talk about this game because i like watched a few like people's like previews and reviews and stuff beforehand and then their their reviews and impressions usually always begin and end with either this game's fucking sick, it fucking slaps, this game rules, is a fucking rule so hard. Like some variation on that always starts and ends with it because like, yeah, like first of all, this game fucking kicks ass. Like yeah, and that's yeah basically how I'm sitting on it as well. I'm most especially if it's a new player jumping in, I'm always just ready to welcome them into the to the cult of From Software. Like come on, come on in. Come and suffer with us all, yep. but also you, you'll like it. But like, it life pain, is pain. Like, yeah, <laughs> yep. it's gonna hurt, but it's worth it. You come out, you come out stronger. Yep, absolutely. And again, like I said, all those every time you beat a From Software boss for high, there aren't many things in video games that compare to that sort of high. When you're just like, you finally you you overcome that hurdle. It's just like, yeah, I could I see for space and time right now. I can see if it's amazing. It's yep. beautiful. Yeah. Moment of pure bliss. Yes. Uh, what about you, Jesse? Any any final last absolute last thoughts? Um, maybe in future I'll, I'll drop an episode to give my follow up thoughts post skill check. But at the moment, nice. very very happy with it. It's a it's better than I expected it to be, and I did have higher hopes for it. I'm really really enjoying it. Yeah. Nice. All right then. Well, in that case, it's going to wrap up our quest log, and we're going to move on to the bonus round. Bonus round. So, of course, the bonus round is just our whatever we want it to be segment. And we've actually got a few things we're going to talk about here this week. Uh, not all of it's good news, unfortunately. Um, so that sucks. Uh, so let, let's start off with the worst possible news first. And that was news today that broke that Volition Studios uh, are being closed pretty much immediately yeah. by the Embracer group. Which, that shit sucks. Yeah, it does. It's awful. Um... Yeah. I, I have an extra layer to why I hate this. And it's it's a quote I keep coming back to from like mm, two months ago, three months ago, from one of the Embracer heads, where they basically talked about their plans to exploit the Lord of the Rings franchise in a very significant fashion. That is a filthy sentence. Mm. And then to go from that to now... Like, I didn't play the most recent Saints Row, but Volition have been around 30, for 30 a long time. Years. Mm. 30 years and they've made a lot of good games and it yep. just sucks that because this big deal that this big investment deal that Embracer was going for fell through they're one of the studios that have that have bit the dust that sucks yeah it's yeah Volition oh man they made Descent there was, I, I fucking, just, there like, was also Descent. some layoffs at Bortle, at um, Gearbox as well yeah um, yeah like like originally making a Descent which I played a lot of back in the day and same with Red Faction as well and then yeah, yeah the Saints Row franchise as well like it's yeah responsible for a lot of like fun times in my own personal life as well but yeah this this fucking sucks like it, yeah 
like over the last few years, acquisition has become like the biggest thing within gaming because everyone's just being acquired and there's a whole amalgamation of all these studios. And I mean, look, when Microsoft does it, when I think of Microsoft, they they know what they're doing in regards to games. They know that fans respect the legacy of these studios and that that legacy sells games. There, there have been times where I, I've bought games based on the studio, not what I've seen, and I've been pleasantly surprised. Also hopelessly disappointed at times, but I'm willing to take the risk with certain studios because they've earned that trust with me. Now, with Volition, yeah, sure, they, the latest Saints Row didn't do well, but they're still like you know, such a, a, a legacy studio that if they released like, a new Red Faction, I'd be all over it. Microsoft knows that about these studios. A group like Embracer, who again have been around for a while, but they, they probably don't have the same like nuance when it comes to how the fans... they Like you said, they want to exploit franchises and licenses in order to make money. Yeah. Like, and they're quite Filthy. they're quite upfront about it, which, you know, fucking, okay, respect that. At least you're upfront about it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm worried about how many of these studios are just going to come in, you haven't made money, fuck off. And these are really good people who are going to be completely lost in an industry that's already hemorrhaging for multiple different reasons. These yeah. little things, and I know, unfortunately, there's a very loud population of, like, you know, the gaming community is like, oh, Saints Row suck, good, shut them down. No, shut the fuck up. Like, it, it is yeah. a lot more than that. There is a lot of really good talent and really good people who are now lost to the, lost to the gaming industry. And... Weirdly, this you bring up. We bring up Saints Row. It the the extra sting out of this is like, next month we'll get it for 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 free on PlayStation Plus. It's like, uh, all right, great, I guess. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that when you've just like shot the studio down. And it's also like, is it going to have a second wave? Like, remember when Days Gone came out and it was like universally panned, but then it came out on PlayStation Plus and everyone's like, wait, this wasn't bad. Yeah. I I I don't. I don't I've played a little bit of Saints Row. I don't think it's going to have that same moment to that extent. But it's going to be real disappointed. You know, some people play it. They finally get a chance to play it. And that studio is gone. Yeah. We're not going to get to see the, the the evolution of this whole new revitalized version of Saints Row. It's just... Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a real shame. Because um, then we touched on... We touched on the layoffs of Bioware last week. It's just something that's happening a bit too often. It just... Kind of, it's just again... It's, a, it's tough out there. Like the games are expensive and hard to make, and it's it's why I get annoyed when I see all these like these anonymous internet trolls saying shit like you were just saying before, Jesse. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of times you see devs talking about how the fact that games even exist is a yeah, miracle. They shouldn't. Like yep. it's insane, but it's, it's like insane. Yep. Yeah. We 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 don't deserve we don't deserve games, especially right. in the way that they are right now. And we I think we all knew a few years back. Embracer was biting off way more than they could chew. 100%. And it just sucks that now we're seeing good studios, even legacy studios, pay for their... It's like, oh, it's fine. Like, it's like one video game studio, Michael. How much could it cost? Yeah. $10? <laughs> yeah. It's... I'd buy that for a dollar. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is pretty rough. Um, it's also why... Yeah, I don't know. It's It's, it's just... It's such a shame to see, yeah, this storied uh, studio sort of just get tossed aside like mm. yesterday's news, unfortunately. Also, I just, I'm just looking at the Kotaku article regarding it, and it looks like Embracer uh, lost $2 billion 
following yeah, a uh, fell through. There was meant to be money coming from a controversial Saudi Arabia public investment fund that didn't come down to them. So the infamous yes, one. So they were spending money that they didn't have at the time and taking these yeah. big risks because to I don't know to people who were that rich, that- money is meaning less and less. I think lately. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is just like oh, oops, lol. And once again, the the regular folk are paying the price. Yeah. Yep. But it's okay, Jesse, because they're going to exploit the Lord of the Rings in a very significant fashion. I'm sorry, that that like that quote like haunts me. As someone who wants more Lord of the Rings content, seeing it worded like that haunts me. It's just like yeah, seeing it like that's the thing. Worded exploit. like that and actually like that is a that is a pull quote from this this fuckhead. Like Yeah, if a full quote goes as follows. I mean, we own the Lord. We own Lord of the Rings, and we know we need to be exploiting the Lord of the Rings in a very significant fashion and turning it into one of the biggest gaming franchises in the world. And that's obviously something we're going to be doing. It's like I just need don't... to find the audio audio of that quote. I need to get somebody saying it. I'm going to edit it over the mouth of Sauron. Oh my god, that's That'd be perfect. beautiful. <laughs> we're going to ex- we're going to exploit the world of man uh, for our own machinations. <laughs> Should go find that. Yeah, that'd right? be great. Right? Yeah. yeah, it should be good. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Thanks, Embracer, you yeah, fucks. Enemies, so I'll say, enemies of the show. Yeah, yep. you know what? I'm willing to contribute. Yeah, I'll take I'm, it. I'll I'm coming onto your show, show and I'm calling people out and then I'll leave and you guys can fight them. That's fine. It's like, bye. <laughs> Embracer no sounds like a cease and desist. <laughs> I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them if I'm being completely fucking honest. No, no, no. They like, wouldn't send you a cease really? and desist. They would um, acquire story mode and then got it <laughs> yep yeah. but I tell you what but we, they, inqu- we make some money but they, they inquire story mode for like what like 75 bucks I'll be pretty happy <laughs> yeah <laughs> breaking yeah, even I'll take breaking even that. baby <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep oh uh, so hopefully everyone from Volition is able to land on their feet I did see that they have shared that they're like doing their best to assist their fellow employees like finding new work and all that but yeah never good news to see uh, and again, like I said, especially following on the Bioware layoffs last week, just kind of sucks to be doing it again. It's, it's so, yep. like, whenever this happens, obviously it sucks so much, but you do get to see, like, the real, like, heart of the studios. Like, again, I think it's a very common misconception for a lot of, like, people within, like, the gaming public to be like, oh, no, the studios hate each other. They, they, they're competing against each other. It's like, no, they, they're all no. making the same type of art. You know, they, they all want the same things. Look, there are some studios can give you fucked. But for the most part, they all want the same thing. They, 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 they help each other out. There's a lot of people who go between studios and things like that. It's always really heartwarming to see, you know, other studios putting their hand out and just saying, look, we're looking to hire. We know you're good people. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's always nice to see and actually shows yeah. the true face of, you know, the, the people behind these companies. The, the people who are who are saying that need to remember it's the publishers that are evil. Yeah, the take okay. twos, the two Ks, you know, yep. like yep. EAs, all yeah. these the big ones are being like, like game didn't sell enough, though, did it? It's like, well, we wanted to make this game and you didn't let us. Yeah, nah, it sounds like your fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole, it's us. It is a whole thing. Um, speaking of bad decisions, keep uh, train going. <laughs> PlayStation Plus is going up. Um, I, we saw this news the other day, but obviously we had to wait a little bit longer because we have weird Australia tiers because we don't get this fancy 
premium tier that America gets because we can't stream PS3 games with our lowly Australian. But Kyron, we cannot stream video. But Kyron, surely because of that, they wouldn't raise our prices. That would be borderline criminal and predatory, wouldn't it? Jesse, I have amazing <gasps> news for you, and I will run through the prices in right now. Actually, so first of all. The PlayStation Plus Essential 12 months, 12 months sub, which is like the base level, play online, get your monthly game sub. Uh, it was $79.95 Australian dollars for those 12 months. It will now become $95.95. Not so essential anymore. No. You, know what's, <laughs> you know what's essential? Food. And, and a roof yeah, over your head essential. and rent. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, well, I, good news, Jesse. It gets worse. Ooh. So the PlayStation Plus, <laughs> the PlayStation Plus extra twelve months stuff, which is the one that gives you access to the the, cl- the catalog of games that they have, the Plus Pass as we started calling it here. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's not on the same level of, as Game Pass, but um, that is the equivalent that I could I could draw to it. So that is currently one hundred and thirty four dollars ninety five cents Australian per year. It will be going to one hundred and sixty nine dollars and ninety five cents, which is a big jump. Sixty nine because they're fucking you. Don't, Yep. Thankfully, it gets worse. Yay. Yay. The, the PlayStation Plus Deluxe 12-month sub, which is the one that gives you access to classic games, which is maybe if Sony's feeling generous, they'll toss you like a PS1 or a PSP game every couple of months. Here's Siphon Filter. Here's a third Siphon Filter. Ah, oh, here's a second one too. Here's yeah. a PSP one, which is what it's mostly been. I hope you guys fucking love Ape Escape. Because <laughs> we got Let's, three. Of- we got fucking Ape I mean, Escape. Let's what? go. <laughs> I do, but... Look, <laughs> uh, no shame. Oh, hang on. All right, hey, Jesse. Well, let me ask you, do you like Ape Escape for the cost it's going to be? So currently that would cost you $154.95 Australian dollars for 12 months. Reasonable enough. That will be going up to $196.95 Australian. For maybe them going, here's another Ape Escape game. <laughs> I... Fuck. God damn! It. I, I just want to make it clear that was no shade against Ape Escape. No, <laughs> it's shade against. It's, no, you yeah. know what? Classic. Fuck it. Fuck you, Ape Escape. <laughs> I'm sick of pretending we I'm don't hate it. Jesse, Jesse has. I'm angry. Jesse has gone full turncoat on Ape Escape. <laughs> I was biggest, Holy shit! I was shit. their biggest warrior for years. <laughs> <laughs> has just 180 completely. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, this is fucking garbage. I mean, um, if, if you want to, I guess, unless you... Because you can buy a lot of those classic games on their own anyway. Exactly. And they're maybe 10 bucks. So why would okay. I pay Sony um, nearly $200 a year for something that? Something slightly <laughs> controversial. There'll be people listening like, I don't think they're white, but you know what? Start your own, you know, guest on, your, guest on another show, okay? I can say what I want here. <laughs> That's true. I guess people- you can will play these classic games not because they want to but because they are now there that's how i've been looking at it i've if they weren't on the playstation plus whatever i wouldn't care i'm not like i'm I'm, I'm gonna bring up ape escape again i'm not gonna be like oh i've been been, been jones to play ape escape um it's oh ape escape's there yeah i'm bored (laughs) like that's that's he played yeah i don't want to spend 190 dollars that I could use to put food in my my children's mouth. I didn't even have kids, okay? <laughs> but I would have the option well, to. It's funny you bring that up because, like, yeah, like the, the idea of kids. Uh, I I I currently sub to the the extra tier, so the middle middle tier because of that game library. Um, and because of that, the other day I just sat down with 
with Griffin and we just went through a whole bunch of things. I was like, this looks pretty good. Oh, maybe we'll try this out. And just like loaded up like six games. We played, he How many fucking Apis loves Goose Game at the moment. Uh, no, it's, he's, he's not on the Apescape tier. I'm not on the Apescape tier. Oh, yeah, no. Which is what we should call Drop it from now on. The it's not tier. PlayStation Plus Deluxe, it's the Apescape <laughs> tier. Um, that's, <laughs> that is canon on our show from All now right, on. Alright, Apescape tier. I'm just trying to remember that now. Yeah, Great. me too. I'm going to, yeah. I'll note that down. Um, so, uh, yeah, we, we just went through. He, he fucking loves um, uh, Untitled Goose Game. He's been loving that and telling everyone he's been playing that. Um, we tried out Human Fall Flat for a little yeah. bit, which is a game I never would have played. These are good choices like, for a kid. Well, well played. These are good choices. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the ball. Uh, and then what else did we try? Um, oh, I mean, he's been, he loves Astrobot anyway. But, like, yeah, we went through and just picked up a whole bunch of a whole bunch of shit that we're just like, well, it's it's there. like you said, it's there. I'm already subscribed to it, and he wanted to play something, and I was like, he was starting to get a little like a little wearing a bit thin with Astrobot. He played it so much that he's like, I think I need to play something else now. Um, yeah, like it was it was, it was like, the, uh, but is that worth? To me, maybe it might be worth one hundred and sixty nine ninety five. I think but like, dip into his college fund, give the kids some Apescape. Yeah, yeah, we'll upgrade it. It's fine. Maybe for his birthday next. But it's year. like, I mean, they're not introduced. Australia already had, well, not not even Australia's. When you can compare what PlayStation Plus is trying to do here, compared to Xbox with Game Pass, the greatest. Now, in comparison, an even better deal than it ever was. Uh it, it, it was sm- small fry compared to, to Game Pass. And I thought they were going to build up that library, introduce a few new games, have a few more, you know, day and date games like they did with Stray, and really build it up, make it something of substance and make it something directly comparable to Game Pass, and then review prices. I think that's probably the right time to do it. But instead, they have a lesser product, a lesser library, a more convoluted layer of, of subscriptions, and Australia doesn't even get the full services. And they're like, no, we're going to raise the prices by 35%. I didn't have being fucking thin-dommed by Sony on my 2023 <laughs> bingo card, but here I am getting fucked. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um... Yeah, yeah. Uh, so these price increases go on from September 6th. So, and I, I hate seeing this recommended. I get it, but I hate it still. People are like, so now's a good chance to go and stack up on your memberships. I'm like, I shouldn't have no. to. I shouldn't have to be like, oh, I, I need to get another couple of years of this, this price. I guess I'll just pay out the ass now. It's just And they're relying yeah, on I people think, to do that look, because we don't know what's going to come yeah, to exactly. this. Like, what else is going to be day and day yeah, on it? Like, I don't know. Yeah, Straight through? Cool. So, like... Game Pass did go up. I got my email about Game it Pass did. going up. Yes. But again, as you said, Jesse, Starfield, day one on Game yeah. Pass. Massive, huge game. I would, I like, if if Sony could have done this with something like saying, I know they won't, that's the kicker, maybe Spider-Man 2 is on there at launch. Like, it's like, okay, now we're talking. But instead, yeah. it's like, hey, you, more money. That, that, what, more you know, money. Do you know what they <laughs> should do? Like, what game they should get. Maybe not Spider-Man 2. Fucking get, like, Death Stranding 2 as a fucking day one on PlayStation. There'll, there'll, no, there'll be some I, people I, who pay not to play that, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, think, again, like, with just how Microsoft approaches their day one, like, having their games on Game Pass day one, I think Sony's still too tied 
to their like prestige premiere like $120 price tag. But also then they were like, also we're just gonna jack up this price too. So you can either pay too much for our games or you can pay too much for our sub. Either way, give us your money. And this is <laughs> this is like a week and a half, a week and a bit after they fucking announced the pricing and the, the, the information oh, the, behind their their new premium line little portable headset, thing headset and yeah. uh, earbuds and uh yeah the the PlayStation portal as well. Like it, it I just it's so, a, Sony want that Apple money, but they don't want to do the work. If you get a premium like, price, you got to have a premium product. And while I think Sony puts out, for me at least, the, the best games I will play are going to be those Sony first-party games, those narrative-driven ones, your Last of Us, your Ghost of Tsushima, stuff like that. That's fine. And I can understand them wanting to pump money into those studios to make this sort of game, and it means that they can't exactly follow the, what Xbox is doing with Game Pass. It's a, it's a completely different model they're doing. They're not the only studios that Sony has. Sony doesn't just have these triple A or quadruple A basically games um, that they release only two a year. They have other games. They also have media. They have shows. They have movies. Like, why don't you change what we get? Maybe look at the whole PlayStation Plus thing a little bit differently and be like, hey, this is Sony's, you know, entertainment hub basically here's some movies here's some music you know put it all in there and you get some sort of package and it's like okay cool this is like a multimedia package this is cool um and it starts to justify the price a little bit while not giving out those really high tier games for free quote unquote free it's some bang for your buck there but they're not willing to put anything on there except for of course Ape I- escape I was going to say, Jesse, I've got a counterpoint for you, though. What if you just gave Sony more money? Well, I mean, I'm going yeah. to... Instead of giving it less money. I mean, I'm going to. Because... <laughs> um, it's... Uh, uh, <clears throat> again, money... Like, I, before, I said I'm being finned on by Sony. Like, I didn't say I, was, I wasn't complaining about it. I was just stating a fact. Okay? <laughs> He's Sony, if you're going to take my money, at least step on me a little bit. Come on. Yeah. Just bully me just a, a bit. bit. Don't just, like, sake. reach into my wallet. That's what they need. They like, they gave- need this news delivered by someone I don't mind being bullied by. So if they sent like a video around to all the members and it was Aubrey Plaza being like, hey, dickhead, prices are going up. I'm like, yeah, cool. Here's my wallet. It's fine. I was going to say, go nuts. I, I was going to say, it's fucking Lady Dimitrescu who's yeah. Dimitrescu. That's she, like, she's going out there telling you the price has gone up and she's also going to fucking. Now that would not be an accident going on. People, yep. people may even pay more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just yeah. So what we're saying know. is, it Sony, just... give us music, give us TV shows, yep. give us movies, all make us come. At that price, <laughs> if you're spending over a hundred and fifty dollars on a service and you don't come at the end, you've been ripped off. This has become probably one of the horniest episodes. <laughs> and we haven't even started talking like about Elephant Mario made. yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wowie zowie. <laughs> what the trunk do? <laughs> oh um, god yeah so i guess we'll go to mario just one like just like sony what the fuck man like it's expensive enough being a gamer at this point just subscriptions in general already there's too many and then you go and jack everyone's jacking their prices up yeah but like i look at that price increase i'm like i guess i'm going back to the essential tier honestly like yeah i yeah <laughs> i mean i need online but i don't need the rest of that shit yeah and like, oh, 
It sucks so because much. there's a decent selection in that library, but not $170 worth. Don't even go start on the classic stuff because of Ape Escapes. But there's, yeah, there's, there's just... nothing worth it. There. Yeah. No, absolutely not. There's stuff there that will make you justify your own spending, like mentally justify, which yes. I've been doing, but I'm going to drop right down. The only reason I use PlayStation Online anyway now is fucking Fortnite. Yeah, see, I'm Destiny, so I've got to, I've got to have plus. So they've got me at least. Uh, I don't have anything. No, I yeah. If I, I'll, I'll have to just buy actual copies of, like, Untitled Goose Game and and do that just to have them in my library. But honestly, they they go pretty cheap these days, yeah, and it's yeah. it's cheaper than that sub is going to be for a full year. Untitled Goose Game well, on I mean, um, Game Pass. I think it is. Yeah. So, yeah. True, and I do have two controllers there you go. as well. Yeah, I just saved you two hundred dollars. You're welcome, welcome buddy. Wow. Thank you. I am gonna. I I did show. I did show him the the trailer stuff for uh, Mario Wonder. Today, we will so. now move on to Super Mario. Sorry, as Nintendo calls it, and like I know they do it. It's obviously a very specific thing about localization. But we shall now talk about the Super Mario Brothers Wonder game. Yes, the Super Mario Brothers Wonder game. Please look forward to it. Uh, please, please be please excited. Be excited. <laughs> <laughs> great job it uh so yeah this was it i wouldn't say it's a blowout it's like the biggest look we've had of this game and it did go along with um people who previewed it which i actually haven't had a chance haven't had a chance to watch any of the previews yet mm. but it's either driver completionist has one up so that's oh, really? probably the one i'll go straight to. yeah i think i might too but yeah nintendo basically they took peeled back the curtain and gave us a bit of a look at more of this game's insanity drug-fueled fever dream action that we're going to get to um, partake in a few like a few things like one happy we're going to a different place that isn't the mushroom kingdom yes two i like the visual style and the the it looks the way it's playing like out it, it looks familiar but it's different like yeah, i was i was sick of the new super mario brothers games i yep. honestly hate that 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 2d 3d look this one looks refreshing and mm. interesting to look at crisp um yeah and it, it's doing a whole bunch of different stuff that i think is quite Interesting, and it's changing up, like, a 2D Mario game without changing it up. I will admit, I did, like, look away from the stream when they were like, here's each of the worlds. I'm like, whoa, Nintendo, oh, hey, let like, me just play the game, okay? I want to see right, these even, seven worlds for myself. <laughs> even when they showed the map, there was, like, four of them were, like, like question mark yeah, no, out I, than the bottom. No, nah, I'm not looking. I'm like, just stop it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I, have you said that? This game looks fucking great. It does look great. Very uh, excited to play this one. Eh. <laughs> eh. <laughs> uh, Jesse, on a scale of one to wowie zowie, where are you on Super Mario Bros. Honestly, Wonder? the PlayStation price hike got me more excited. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't give a, I don't, I don't. Oh, God. I, look, I never grew up with, with, with Mario games. I never grew up with Nintendo that much. So, the series never got its hooks into me. The... Mario game that I like is the one that was least like Mario. It's the Mario Rabbids crossover games. Um, which I'm, a, I'm a massive, massive fan of, but the mainline Mario games they just don't do anything, anything for me. And I think I probably look at them with a little bit more. Um, I, I look, I look upon them a little bit unfairly. I know it's, it's a bit of a bit of a dick move by me, but I don't like seeing my friends happy. So I like to complain about these sort of things. So like with this yeah. one, it's like, it's like you know, it's like a, not the Mushroom Kingdom. Okay, I wouldn't have known that unless you told me. Because I'm looking at these levels, and I'm like, I've I've seen these levels b- before. Like, 
in what way is this different? Look, some. some... Uh, there are Koopa Troopers with roller skates on, thank you very okay, much. Okay, cool. So, so they go to the different. Barbie Kingdom at some point. Look, some of the, D- some of the new enemies great. actually look really, really fun. Uh, some of the new allies look really fun. I like that pipe that's like a worm. He's he's a good fella. Good for him. Uh, and there's like licky little lizard lizard boys. They're good good art. <laughs> but aside from that, I'm not seeing anything different in the world. I, I don't know. And again, this is me being really um okay, I'm just blanking on the word I'm looking for. Uh again, negative towards the games. Cynical, cynical is the word I've been looking for. In my head, I'm like, it starts with S. No, it doesn't. It starts with C, but it sounds like an S. That's how they trick you. Um, <laughs> there we go. If any other game kept rehab, you know, coming out every year, and it's like, this is the same area again. So say Horizon kept coming out with the same map, but because there's a jungle area and a desert area and a water area and an ice area, you could be like, oh, these are different areas each time. It's like, well, no, this Nothing feels fresh anymore. Like, e- e- even, I, I see, even the power-ups in this game, like, I've seen versions of these. Yes, they are different. They are, all are unique. But I've seen these essentially done before. Like, you so say you got Mario can turn into an elephant. He's a bit of a brute. He can, like, knock through bricks and stuff. Couldn't Mario... Wowie Zowie. Wowie Zowie, exactly. <laughs> but there's been power-ups <laughs> that have done that in the past. Yeah, the power-ups don't get me too excited, honestly. Um, the thing I'm sort of interested in is going to be because again the premise of this game basically is hey man what if Mario sometimes just did some drugs yeah I'm like alright let's yeah. trip some balls with Mario why to not the, to the point yeah they, they've gone to the flower kingdom <laughs> like Prince Ca- <laughs> like Prince Caspian's there or whatever so like, fucking okay sure mate plus I'm biased but Daisy's playable Pr- so that's Prince pretty Prince Ketamine yeah, over here uh, sorry <laughs> sorry don't you mean a- Daisy! I love that he said it like that uh, as well. Me too. Very uh, happy. But no, look, Jesse, look, you're not completely unfounded no. in, in your um, cynicism. I, The thing that I... Again, I'm not taking that much... That's why I'm not... I'm excited for this game, but not because of this presentation. Like, a lot of the best surprises will be in the stages that obviously they're not going to show us. But like at a glance, yeah, I absolutely get where you're coming from. Like, yeah. It's I, yeah, hundred percent. Like nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Like honestly, well, especially it, like Nintendo nostalgia. Oh uh, yeah, like it's it's like next level shit. Um, I I think there is some stuff in there that they are mixing up. I think the badges idea. Yes, other games. It's not made, new, but it is it's fun. not new. But I think like Nintendo doing it, like I, first party Nintendo doing it. You know. I actually, unironically, I think my favorite thing is them just being like, let's just do Dark Souls online. And just like have everyone's weird ghosts running around the level. I'm like, fucking sure, why not? I can and I can just actively choose to not help that person and watch me not do it. And the, I'm gonna yeah. keep walking. The sign, the little signposts, yeah. So can like res goes. To be fair, great. I'm look, I'm playing this up a little bit. As you may have been able to tell by this point of the podcast, I do like to play things up for effect sometimes. So I'm not. I don't, <laughs> don't I give don't it hate away. The game. Okay. It. it it does nothing for me, but I, th- I think it's going to come out and people are going to enjoy it. I just wish Nintendo gave Mario a rest. Like, they needed to not make a Mario game for a few years, in my eyes. Just so having him back on the screen invokes a send-off, ironically, wonderment again. Because I'm seeing this little fuck every 20 minutes in something new. It's either he's got a new movie out or I've gone too far on Pornhub, or whatever. I'm seeing... 
the look Karen just gave me. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, the internet now does have like elephant, peach, and daisies. So oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah, it, The internet's going to be done that's for a gone. while. I was, wa- I was watching the um the Twitch stream of it, and I didn't have it full screen, so I could see chat in the corner of my no. eye while I was watching it. God. And immediately when elephant daisy and peach showed up the entire chat was like oh no that's not an accident give the character out. a rest for a little bit focus on like nintendo focus on the, some other characters because there are some characters you've ignored for a while some franchises you've <laughs> ignored for a while Karin <laughs> Karin is, is currently ripping he's, he is, like, he's hoodie open Karin's just superman and he's ripped his shirt open to reveal his ass <laughs> But it's Metroid. <laughs> um, but no, put effort into those sort of things. Just so, like, you guys are Mario fans, right? And you play most Mario yeah. games coming out. Are you not mm-hmm. in the same way that I think a lot of people are having like superhero movie fatigue at the moment? Are you not fatigued by the character a little bit? I mean, for me, I only really play the big Mario game. So, like, the last Mario game I really threw myself into was Odyssey when Odyssey. the Switch came out. Like I dabbled in the Mario and Rabbids ones, but um, we hey, I dabbled. We played 3D. I know it was a re-release. Oh yeah, we played 3D. We played World. 3D World, and that was a traumatic experience. I will never forget the, the trauma that that yeah. game has given me. Yeah. So when I saw this game was not proper online multiplayer, I did breathe a sigh of relief. Yeah. It was like, thank you, Nintendo, because if I have to play another two another Mario game with my friends. I'm going to kill them all myself. Yeah. It's going to happen. Card, I just want to like, run. <laughs> we, there's so many franchises that were annualized. Like we, kind of the mid-aughts we went through, there, every franchise was annualized. You knew you were getting your new Assassin's Creed every November. You knew Call of Duty every October. Like it was just that. And you had a lot of evolution in these games, but you had no revolution in these games. With Mario games, we're getting like two or three a year, whether they are reboots, remakes, or new new games like Wonder. I would love to see that cycle break for a moment and them to be like, how do we completely refresh? They Because they, surely they can't... This motherfucker got to stop playing tennis with his enemies. Like, at some point, he's got to do something <laughs> different. They've got to do something different in the franchise. And I, I just, yeah, they'll play golf. Play golf, race, yeah. or, you know, car race. But I, I would love to see that cycle break a little bit <laughs> and then to really go back to the drawing board of what made the original Mario game special. How can, how can we recapture well, guess, that? Uh, and, and do... Like, there are different. some interview... There are some interview quotes going around and one of them that's actually been getting some traction but maybe is uh, the reason I'm kind of getting excited about this game a bit. And it's not, like, immediately obvious in the footage is they talked about how when they were prototyping for this game, they didn't have a deadline. They were like, just start making, just start going and see what you That's do. Cool. Like, like when they started working on Wonder, it was sort of like, take as long as you need, we'll, we'll circle back on it. And I guess that's how we've arrived now at this point where it's coming out. So like, again, like a lot of things I am, I guess, excited about is like purely based on the fact that I haven't seen them yet. I'm putting a lot of faith in the Mario team to deliver. But also, like I said, I, I it's so weird as a Nintendo fan, you start to take the Mario games, like, okay, we've got the Mario games, and then the spin-offs. And then for whatever reason, I just don't conflate the two. But you are right. Mario yeah. is constantly there. He is their mascot. A rest would be good. But again, my my brain's just wired to be like, okay, new 2D Mario, excellent. Probably in three years, new 3D Mario, and we'll probably do the cycle. The only way that could go wrong with this is they were pumping out the new Super Mario Brothers games a bit more often, I think. And that's yeah. those were ones I was like, all right, guys. Hit the brakes. I am done with this series. So we'll, we'll see if Wonder does that to me. But right now, 
based on what I've seen and what the dev team is talking about, I am excited. I love, I guess I like, I like how they're approaching their version of the online play, seeing the ghosts in the stages and all that. I like the, um, the cast of characters. I like having the Yoshis for like, you know, people are sort of starting out with games. And Nabbit. And Nabbit, yep. And I like that Yoshis can now ride on Yoshis, which is a weird... Weird Again, if you go too far in Pornhub, you'll find that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't know why. I just, I, they call that the yo-yo. It's funny that you've like sort of... Oh, God. God, dear God. What about when Elephant Mario was riding the Yoshi? That Yoshi was just like not having it. <laughs> um, so it's funny how you brought up that... Uh, that, like that, like fatigue of, of Mario, like because I've never really thought of it. It was just like it's just been a constant. Like I said, like for me, it's like yeah. I separate the two. <laughs> but it's I get, I get it. It's just like it's just a constant, and I just I know that I'm gonna enjoy it to some degree. Like it's gonna be fun, <laughs> depending on how long it'll be fun for. Like if it's like, gonna be like in, Mario Golf for two in, weeks, it's or... in my DNA to be slightly bitter Nintendo because again, as yeah. I revealed earlier, I am a Metroid fan. So I get a game maybe once a decade, and, I'm, and I've got to be very thankful for that. Um, Zelda fans usually get a game a gen. They got two this gen, so they're fucking lucky. Yeah. But Mario's just like, you know, more frequent, obviously. So I get it. I I'm going to make a comparison here, which is going to make our friend Simon Evans so unbelievably oh. angry. But I Uh-oh. think... He's on the show next week I think week it will well. help you guys, give you guys kind of context of where I'm coming from. Call of Duty. You guys aren't Call of Duty fans? Really? No. No. But do you look at the franchise when it comes out every year and it's like, isn't this getting samey for... Like, there are hardcore Call of Duty fans. And they absolutely love the game. They get it every year. But I look at it and it's like, aren't you getting bored of this? Like, wouldn't you like this cycle to be broken and then to reimagine what this could be? Because there have been great Call of Duty games. Call of Duty 4 is fucking sick. Um, There have been great ones before. Maybe, let's yeah. break the cycle, the annualization cycle, and... Just start again. Just give it a break. Stop flooding the market. Give it a break. I, and I would love... Obviously, it would never happen with Call of Duty, but that's that may help give some context of how an outsider sees Mario at this point because it, it is such yeah, just a constant. That's fair. And it's not... Look, it's mm. not for me, but I'm none of the games are bad. Actually, Odyssey is really, really good. Again, the Mario... The Rabbids games are good. I did play a few of the 2D ones recently. I'm like... I... I, I I don't get it in the way that the people who grew up with it get it, but I can appreciate them. But I just think there's, there's so much more that can be done with this franchise. I love the development cycle with Wonder. If that's, if they're basically told, hey, do what you want. I would love that do what you and want attitude to span over two years. And like nothing it, it, to be done in between. They, they have been trying new things and like bundling them with other like re-releases because 3D World came with Bowser's Fury, which was quite a fairly different way of doing like a Mario game, yeah. even if it was a smaller scale experience. Having like giant like Giga Bowser just constantly kaiju there. battles, yeah, yeah, and then having those kaiju battles as like giant Cat Mario, like it was always fun. Um, so like they they are. They are experimenting with different things. It's just that they're not committed to. And then they're not letting the games yeah, really really either. Because while. one game yeah, comes out true. and then four months down the track, an- another Mario something comes out, whether it's a game or movie or whatever. 
I'm just bitter that, like, these Nintendo yeah. fans, you little Nintendo fans with your little mascot characters getting a new game every few months. <laughs> Here I am. Jack and Dax, they have been dead in the ground for years. Hey, hey, like, hey, hey, you could play Jack and Daxter on your PS5 right now for $196 per year. Thank and you. worth also, every penny. Also, and I can look forward get... to the fucking movie the market... apparently they're making. <laughs> the... I was going to say, the movie's coming, mate. So getting excited with that with Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. Let's, let's get excited, mate. Let's get excited. I hate, I hate I... reality so I... much. <laughs> I fucking hate reality. Like... I'm sure. Look, Jesse. I'm sure there's another reality where you get Jack and Daxter at the frequency that we get Mario. Yeah, right? yeah. I just take like, me there. And then we're, we're the I'm in the ones. wrong universe. This is like Spider-Man. And you know, you take know me what? Away. You know what, Jesse? You know what, Jesse? I bet I still get one Metroid game per decade. So I'm, <laughs> I'm the bitter anyway. When this Jack and Daxter movie gets made with um Chris Pratt and Tom Holland, I'm gonna stand in like at the cinema, or let's face it, it's probably gonna come straight to Peacock or some shit. And I'm going to be looking at the movie poster and just look at it and say, I deserve this for all the ills I've done in my life, all the wrongs, all the shit I said about Mario in the last 10 minutes, all the shit I said about Elden Ring about 30 minutes ago. All the Avatar, all the Avatar jokes. jokes. All the yep. Star Wars jokes. Everything has piled up into this singular moment where Tom fucking Holland and Chris Pratt are playing... It's going to have a breakdown. I'm so upset. I saw, I saw that like rumor and I just went... I must admit, like, my, my honest reaction was like, oh, Jesse. Oh, no. He's a silent <laughs> like, protagonist. What I, are they doing? <laughs> and, and then I had the thought, I was like, do I send this to oh, him? No. Like, oh, no. He's going to send No, I knew. Jesse, Jesse he doesn't knows. need someone. He doesn't need to I see someone else I felt a fucking disturbance like, in the force from that day, okay? Because I felt simultaneously like Yoda when he felt everyone died and like those kids who all got fucking murked. I felt like both of them at once. <laughs> Oh my god. But hey, at least you can pay so more money Pratt for the subscription. Daxter, are you fucking kidding me? What are you talking about? Mushroom <laughs> Kingdom, here we come. Precursor, you saw orbs, how well received the Ratchet and Clank movie was. <laughs> so what, what Microsoft franchise will Chris Pratt appear in to finish for Trinity? Oh, Forza? He's going to play a Honda Civic? <laughs> <laughs> I was just hoping it would just be like the the, the Master Chief in a nah, movie. Nah, man, he's gonna play the movie because that would gonna play the volcano from Forza Six. He will, he will play um, he'll play Conker in Conker's Bad Fur Day. He's gonna be Joanna Dark in the new. Oh, oh damn! All right, no, I'm I'm, I'm back in. Hello. Hang on. But yeah, so anyway. Somewhere back there, we were talking about Mario Brothers Wonder, which is coming out October 20th on Switch. Same day as Spider-Man 2 and the week before, Alan Wake 2. This year is ridiculous. It's brutal. It's a brutal. It's ridiculous. It's Fucking insane. Like, absolutely bananas. It, we'll, maybe we'll do a podcast about it later on in the year, but it, do, it does feel like we have a new contender for best year in gaming because this year is delivered in oh, space. Oh, I don't it's ridiculous. think it's a contender. I think it's clearly... I mean, I think so too, but I'm always cautious about being about saying. But I, I do think it is the best one. Like, it's, I, I feel spoiled okay. from the amount of quality Put stuff I've been able to play. Hi-Fi Rush came out this year. Can you remember Hi-Fi Rush? No, and not because it was a bad game. Uh, it's because there's been so much other good stuff. It has gone to the background a little bit. I, I think about Hi-Fi Rush at least three times yeah, a week. Like, it still pops into my mind. Where I'm like, ah, oh, this game fucking rules. Like, yeah. But I understand, like, it, 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 it's 
it's been a wild fucking year. We thought like, oh, look at this stealth drop. Tango Gameworks rhythm action game. Oh, yeah. Well, Lord of the Rings Golem also came out this year, guys. Rest Don't forget. Oh, boy. Rip. Yeah, Rip Daedalic. Yeah. Rip. Still better than a Jack and Daxter um, film with fucking Chris Pratt and Tom Holland in it. <laughs> That's going to be the Golem So we're clearly going to watch that when it comes out. Oh, my God. Oh my will, God. It, will it do better than the Ratchet and Clank movie? Yes. Because Chris Pratt wasn't in that fucking film. Yeah. It's true. Tom Holland, I think, is the one that will sell it to people. Is it gonna be? Is it gonna be? It's not gonna be live. <laughs> it's not gonna be live action, is it? <laughs> it won't Surely. be. No, the Ratchet, the, the Ratchet and Clank was CG, so I'm sh- yeah, really and it didn't do well. Like this. Okay, look, there's that element of like I could do this in live action. No, James Cameron, please, if you could hear me, please, I beseech thee, give us your Avatar. <laughs> Rendering powers and let us make a CG Jack and Daxter film. Because <laughs> all you have to do is recolor oh, this fucking Navi and make him a little bit shorter. That's all. That's, that's all Jack is. Yeah, I mean, he's a short Navi. That's actually a very good point. And Dax is just a reskin um, Rocket Raccoon. Like, come on. Yep. I mean, look. Yeah. My God. Yeah. <laughs> um. I look. I have no words after after what the last part of this episode has been. So Joel, free us from this. <laughs> oh my gosh! Thank you so much for listening to this utter chaos that we bring to you each and every week uh, on the Dialogue Options podcast. We greatly appreciate you being here. Um, so uh, thank you so much for listening. And uh, if you want to support us, please go to your podcast platform of choice. Leave reviews, ratings, stars. Whatever it is your your your, your podcast platform uses, give it give them to us. Num, 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 num. We Jesse love them. is unraveling still. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like I'm starting to unravel as well. My gosh, uh, if we are on uh, social media, usually uh, from uh, at dialogue options on Twitter, and uh, or we sometimes tweet out of the story mode gaming Twitter account as well because we are a part you know, of the story mode gaming network including shows like us and love hey. letters um big fan the light such his eyes a little bit yeah <laughs> i was just trying to bring him back i'm just trying to bring him back <laughs> to ensure that we haven't completely like destroyed his utter being um so uh yeah so we are a part of the story mode gaming network and we love it here we have so much fun there are other wonderful shows out there like i said as Love Letters, hosted by the wonderful Jesse Munro. I'm less deranged than that show, today. to be honest. I'm <laughs> bottling it up for weeks. It's a little more coherent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, if you want to just hear Jesse and I talk about fucking bands for like 45 minutes, which, who doesn't? Go listen to the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 episode. Had a lot of fun. That's a yeah, fun think, show. Very fun show you got there. By the this episode comes out, I've just posted... Um, an episode so basically the show is i interview like a content creator about like a movie or tv show or game they love and i this week i released one uh where i talked to broderick another friend of the show about yes. community uh i did one with our, another friend lauren about lost we did tony hawk pro theater 2 joel and myself and then next week i'll be releasing uh a far cry 3 episode which was a lot of fun um, and look, I'm just going to plug it here because please go give us follows and likes and love, please. Plug it. We're on, a, 
We usually, we usually, we usually plug it anyway. Thank you. Well, yeah, we do. <laughs> we actually do. Um, we're on Threads yeah. and Blue Sky and Instagram uh, at. Oh, it must be nice if on Blue not, Sky. If not, I'm fucking like. Love Letters Show, and we're also on Twitter. But who gives a fuck? Um, somebody stole, as far as I'm concerned, stole the username I wanted there. So it's actually Love underscore Letters Pod. But it doesn't matter because let's face it, it won't be here much longer. There you give a shit. Well, if you want to follow each of us individually on social medias, Kyra and I are usually based out of Twitter, uh, again, for who knows how long. Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac. I haven't really tweeted much. The last thing I tweeted about was Armacore and how much I'm having a fucking ball with it. Jesse, where can they find I'm you? I'm at Jesse Spanner, and I'm going to have all... I, I don't think I've been tweeting anything of interest for a while, to be honest. Uh I, yeah. I used to talk about football all the time, but now I don't want to talk about that. I'm probably going to go on a bit of a rant about Jack and Daxter um, after this. So, actually, it's fun. Strap in. Stay tuned. Oh, I, I like the thing. People, people are probably like, that already follow you and just be like, what's that with Jesse? And they'll come on this I have like, statues oh. of these characters behind me. I spent hundreds of dollars <laughs> at gaming heads on Jack and Daxter statues. And then there's going to be some fuckers that walk in this room and he's like, oh, you're a big Tom Holland and Chris Pratt fan, are you? Okay, it's going to be some, like, elderly relative. In the rest of my life, I'm going to be getting copies of fucking Uncharted on DVD because they think I'm a big Tom Holland fan. This is bullshit. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Sony, oh my take God. my money and do uh, something to... better with it. <laughs> They're trying to take your money, just in the wrong kind of way. <laughs> He's out. He's gone. You, you can... He's gone. You can find me on Twitter, where I am uh, at LemonManX, where mostly my stuff has been retweets. I have retweeted some stuff. See of Stars selling 100,000 copies. Excellent. Uh, 30 Sentinel selling a million copies. But possibly my favorite tweet came from Cameron Williams at Mr. Cam W for tweeting, why is it called The Nun 2 and not a number one? <laughs> <laughs> Cam Williams, a great follower to it. Right, absolutely recommend it for Right, Follow me first, but then follow yeah, Cam Williams. Then go from that. Um, but that's really about it. Uh, well, before we all descend even further into madness, oh, we're gone. it's time for us to say goodbye. So thank you once again for listening. And until next time, have a good one. Player one. Player two. Dialogue Options Podcast.